Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on the second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. TRPE, TRPE, go. TRPE, TRPE, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Another fantastic episode of The Realest Podcast Ever is here this week, brought to you by uh, Reese's Crunchy Peanut Butter Cups and uh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. We are back after a, what, we had a one-week hiatus. Yeah, tumultuous couple weeks. Yeah, Matt is uh, here live in the studio. Contrary to popular belief, he is not calling in via satellite. Yeah, I wanted to. Driving is killing me. Like, you need to get a driver I don't have any money. You know, my lawyer told me <laughs> when I call my case, right? I'm talking to the lawyer. I'm trying to postpone the sentencing and shit. He's like, yo, why don't you just uh, like get a young boy to drive you around? I'm like, this is easier said than done. Like, do you know something I don't know? What's crazy is, you know, back uh, <laughs> years ago when I was, uh, you know, hanging around with uh, the uh, unsavory characters. Nefarious. Yeah. The uh, dude I know, he was uh, he had a driver. <laughs> Like they, he had a town car and a driver. <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. And it wasn't like a serious. It was like a fiend. He but, would just get fifty dollars and go rob yeah. around all day. I had a fiend give me a business card at Vanity before. Yeah, for a driver. He was driving some other. They look like fiends. He was driving them. He's like, yo, you need anything? You know what I'm saying, you know, I got the Escalade. It was like an 04. It was like, you know, I got the Escalade. You know I'm saying, yeah. whatever you need, pickups, drop offs. I'm not trusting you to pick nobody up so you can pick their pocket. Yeah, yeah, What's really? wrong with you, Jerome? Oh, man. But uh, I'm here. This is Matt. Um, We're going to keep the pace of the show nice and easy today. Yeah. I feel, I feel terrible. <laughs> today was my first day. I was telling Chad, today was my first day, like, out by myself. And, uh, Shit ain't going good. Nah, shit ain't going. <laughs> shit ain't going the way I thought it was going to go. I am not having it my way today. I want to get this shit done and get back in the house. But um, yeah, man, I appreciate everybody um texting me, calling me, DMing me about the whole surgery. Everything went fine. Uh, you know, I've just been pretty much in the bed. You know what I mean? Like right. I've been, my energy's so terrible. It's like I've been falling asleep at the drop of a dime. I fell asleep in the elevator the other day. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, like doors closed and I was. Ding. Oh shit! Where we at? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, like you fall asleep fast. Right. So, but uh, other than that, man, I, you know, I'm here. What can I say? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been doing much. Nothing. Uh, Ramadan just wrapped up. Um, the E was Friday, and uh, I just you know I'd be two places: Vanity Grand in the house. Can I shoot this? Are there are there multiple E's yeah. or is it just one? No, it's multiple ones. Okay. It's like different locations or you know have them and they'll have different stuff, whatever. But the whole thing is basically just you know morning prayer, the uh, celebration. They got stuff out there for the kids or whatever. People exchange gifts and stuff like that. Okay, okay. And which E did you go to? Uh, Chalmers. Okay, you went to the twenty hundred because that's up near my depot. So it's like, you know, I, as I'm driving up, I see all my followers. You know, what I'm saying like I didn't did, not this year because I wasn't yeah. out. There, but I remember like one year I was doing a forty eight, and I mean like 
oh shit there goes so and so oh what's up oh shit what's up like yeah. I'm like damn everyone's so I'm like I don't know if it's just here or cause I it don't know it was there and uh, Sister Clara Muhammad uh, school uh, had one also okay okay people was everywhere I was still seeing E pictures as of yesterday yeah that's what's up man. yeah so but yeah now I've been laying extremely low um it's just there's nowhere to go like i literally told somebody the other day i said listen man i said i got these couple of events coming up i'm like yo if this gonna event on thursday don't do good i'm just moving to like dc or atlanta for the summertime like i give up like i'm gonna just give up on the market and just like i'll see y'all when i see y'all and i'll just come like mm. home every two weeks and get my paychecks <laughs> and then like <laughs> just like deal with y'all like via remote from like where i'm at because like so far from uh in the April to yesterday, this shit sucks. Yeah. It's just horrible. I mean, it's Philly. It, it's, it's just what it is. It, like, man. extra sucks. And what's crazy is it's like, you know, from the club standpoint, it's like, we're doing cool or whatever. Like, but, you know, our winter and spring was, like, excellent. And then it's like, you know, ever since, like, May started, it's just like, where the fuck is everybody at and where are people going? And then I'm like talking to other people and going to I, I, going to other places. Like I uh we we uh my young and Rob had a party at Uncut during May and then uh I was talking to Boo. He uh, was talking about the corner and all that, like as far as Ramadan, like they was getting crushed. And I'm just like, yo, like just people just are going nowhere. But Drake night is still three thousand people strong. One thing I, I peep about Philly, man, it's like Philly doesn't have things you know what i mean like philly does like just shit Correct. just shit to do like my, my sister took her uh, daughter my niece she took her to uh i think it's called kids at play it's like the you know that's and that's it was out like i think ben salem or one yeah. of them and then you got like the lego land that's plymouth meeting yeah like uh the golf john we like going to with the light up targets uh hot sh- hot top golf yeah that's like jersey damn near new york like it's none of that in Philadelphia. Mike was telling me about this uh, 24-hour spa that they go to, and that shit is, like, all the way, like, North Jersey, like... A 24-hour spa? That's a bathhouse. Well, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to go. So, uh... But, they like it, pussy. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's like, I, I Googled it. I'm like, it was an hour and 42 minutes away. Yeah, I'm like, it, Yo. it was crazy. Me and my uh, lady, we went down to... Where were we going the other day? Oh, she had to go get her eyebrows done downtown, so I had to drive her. Like, <coughs> we went down, we because we, they, they had everything all blocked off downtown. Saturday was of, a mess. of course like Chestnut Street, Broad <laughs> Street was Indians dancing in the street. It was just a mess. So, but long story short, we got to Delaware Ave, and we riding down Delaware Ave, like coming back to Southwest and whatnot. And I, I'm just looking at Delaware Ave, like. Yo, it's so much space that's yes. just not like you could put casinos. Uh, you could fuck around, put an amusement park <laughs> down yes. Delaware. Park. It's, it's nothing. It's, you know what they did? Put hammocks. Yeah. Like this is good as it gets, <laughs> motherfuckers. Hammocks, dirty ass public hammocks where people are fingering their girlfriends <laughs> and getting hand jobs and just leaving you the residue, and you can come down and hang and swing on a hammock. Yeah, they definitely put hammocks out there and food trucks yeah. like. All we got is hammocks, food trucks, food carts. But that's what I mean. It's like you go to other cities, like, you know, you go to Vegas, it's a top golf right in the midst of everything. Right. And that's the top golf in Vegas is way more lit than Jersey. Of course. Because it's pools and everything else in there. And it's just like, 
Yeah, Philly, for it to be as large of a metropolitan as it is. It stinks. It does stink like <laughs> garbage. It <laughs> it's like, stinks, It's man. nothing to, I ain't even talking about like on the club level. I'm talking yeah. about just on the regular, everyday regular, like shit It's to nothing do. to attract you here. Yeah. AI's gone. Uh, Beans and them are dysfunct, debunked. They're dysfunctional. It's really just nothing. It's like. When people come here and they get on the bus and be like, yeah, I'm from uh, so-and-so, you know, I'd be like, the fuck you doing? Did you lose a bet? Like, why, why are you here? Like, dumb. Like, I'd be like, y'all crazy as shit. And you are here, why? Yo, oh, real, lady got on the bus. I got to tell you this shit. Did I, did I tell you about the lady from Minnesota? I don't know. I, I don't remember a lady from Minnesota. <laughs> I'm driving a 48. <laughs> White lady gets on the bus. <laughs> I can't believe I tell you this shit. She gets on the bus at six of darts, right? So she was like, hey, how are you doing? And I mean, like, think of a white woman from Minnesota. Right. That's exactly what she looked like. But like she had on a turtleneck. She had on these weird, like, remember? Uh, Spectacles. Napoleon Dynamite brother. She yeah. had on those type of frames. <laughs> And she had this like weird golden girl's ass <laughs> hair. Dude, like she was a white woman from Minnesota. So she gets on. She was like, um, do you go past the Roden Museum? I'm like, I don't necessarily go right past it. It's on 20th and the Parkway. Yeah. I go up 22nd. So we get to the Parkway. You can just get off and walk down. And, you know, the Parkway is a tourist, you know, white people, Asians, Romanians, wherever the fuck they come from. They always lined up on wherever they come. You know, they, they always end up on the Parkway. Right. So, you know, the 48, 33s, all these buses, they come through downtown, but eventually they hit the danger zone. You know, they hit North Philly. You know what I mean? So she was like, OK, well, just let me know when we get to the Parkway. I'm like, OK, cool. Whatever. I'm riding. I don't forgot all about this lady. You know what I'm saying? So. We crossing 29th and Girard, like going into North Philly. Oh, and, nigga. And I just happened to look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, shit, she's still on here. <laughs> so I'm like, damn. So I'm just like, whatever. I keep going. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. ba da ba 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 and like eventually she'll figure it out so i get to like 29th and where's the bridge she comes up she leans over my shoulder now i'm i'm pull off from 29th and yeah. bridge so the next corner is 29th and diamond so she's over my shoulder she was like um when when will you be passing the parkway i'm like we passed that shit like 10 15 <laughs> minutes ago you know what i'm saying she was like oh heavens uh so what should i do i was like well you can get off and go over on that side of the street <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you can get off and go on that side of the street and just wait for the 48 going back no bullshit she looked out the windshield and like all the niggas was like uh, could I ride to the end of the line I'm like yeah whatever <laughs> just go sit down definitely a safer alternative <laughs> but she really said 
I don't, I, <laughs> you don't, I don't think, know about these things. You don't think I could just go to the end of the line and wrap around? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. It's Looks just, like pure poverty out here. Yo, I cry. I'm talking about she She dead ass looked so afraid of getting all afraid. And I'm like, that was my fault. She yeah. made an executive decision. Made an executive decision. <laughs> I'm going to chalk up the next hour and a half and just ride with you. You know what? The museum doesn't close till about 730. I'll be yeah. all right. That was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. But dead ass, when people come from out of town and get, I'd be like, why are you here? Like, what's here? Why are you here? How did you get here? Why are you here and how <laughs> did you get here? Like, you got three weeks vacation from your job. That's what you're doing. And you was like, I'm going to Philly. <laughs> we get a cheesesteak <laughs> and run up the Rocky Steps. On a on a bus in Philly. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, like, real talk. Like, people get on a bus all the time. Yeah, I'm from so-and-so. I'm from San Diego. I'm like, you bugging. Go back. <laughs> like, you tripping. Ain't no beaches here, yo. Like, and, and even that. Like, you got to drive, what, you got to drive uh, 90 uh, minutes. 100 miles? Each, to, any direction. Whether you go to, go to Rehoboth Beach, Wildwood, whatever uh, sea points or whatever from, uh, it, you know, in New Jersey or whatever, you got a 90-minute drive. Like man. I said about Chicago, when I was in Chicago, like, say what you want. Like, yeah, it might be 40 people get killed tonight, but they got a beach downtown. Like, it's nice in certain parts of Chicago. Oh, and yeah, it's, for and sure. And it's shit to do in Chicago. Yeah, there's plenty of shit to do other than get smoked. Yeah, yeah. Philly, Philly, <laughs> you ain't got to get smoked yeah, in Chicago. You, yeah, no, you could just not go where they smoking shit because they're not coming downtown with that foolishness. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? But in Philly, you can get smoked downtown. That's the difference. Yeah. In Philly, it's not nothing to do but get fat and get smoked. Yeah. And hopefully in between the lines of that, you can skate by and live a productive life. It was crazy. I'm, the other day, though, like when we was downtown, she was going to get a browser. I'm, like we riding down Chestnut Street and I'm to myself. I'm, I ain't say, but I'm to myself. I'm like, yo, like our two biggest streets in this city are broad and then market. Yes. Chestnut runs parallel to market a block over. Yeah. That shit look like 52nd Street. You know what I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, this shit just isn't nice. Yo, when I seen they got it like a, it's like a, a Eternity Fashions yeah, or, like, and Rittenhouse. Oh, oh, Eternity Fashions is across the street from the Ritz. <laughs> like, y'all playing games down here. Like, <laughs> what is y'all vetting? What is your vetting process when y'all are like interviewing potential business candidates? Yeah, like, yeah uh, we, we want to get a lease on your storefront. Oh, okay, what you doing? Uh, we selling mixtapes. Okay, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no way hey, We want to go ahead and just prepay the rent for about twelve months. I'm, I'm riding down Chestnut Street the other day, and I'm I'm just looking. I'm like, it's a it's a Joyce Leslie down here. It's a fucking kicks. It's a it's a famous footwear. It's uh it's it's just like you you would think it would be like yeah on a different level yeah. of clean. They've been promising us the the new downtown for seven years. It's, it's look, never coming. It's little niggas out there break dancing <laughs> on cardboard. It shit look like the seventies. Old head dressed in the red dancing in front of models. You ever seen him doing this shit? It's like this shit. You ever seen him? He be in front of models doing this shit. I'm like, yo, this is Chestnut Street, depressing than a motherfucker. Yeah, downtown Philly, and that's is our street right next to Market. And it like, get even worse when you cross uh, Broad Street. Oh my god! Like yeah. you cross Broad and you get the 13th, 12th, yeah, 11th, like, 7th, it, it, and all it's, that it's shit. Ridiculous. Dog. Until you get to the Jewish Museum, it's like a rat. Yeah. Like that's a whole dead like, zone. Like, of like think, think. It's a, it's a fucking methadone clinic on Ninth and Market. They be out there stretched the fuck out, bugging. I'm like, yo, this is Market Street. 
And and that, like in a Burger King and a Seven Eleven, like this shit really like a mini mart in the middle of Falkroft. <laughs> shit looked crazy. Like Philly got a lot of explaining to do. Like the gallery shit was supposed to be the um the high end shit. Now it's outlets. My thing is one, it's it's been going on for like eight years the yeah. renovation. But what is like if it do open, okay, cool. Do you really think putting a, a Gucci store is going to help? They going to melt across the street. <laughs> like, do you really think that's going to help the economy or help? Like, maybe. <laughs> like, they just like, like, may, like, you literally have like Chinatown at the back of that. And then you got like straight poverty across yeah. the street. And they like, you know what we need right here to fix all this? A Bottega Veneta. Like, that's going <laughs> to fix all the fucking problems that we have. It's, Man, it's high quality braided leather accessories. Yeah, it's exactly. going to just fix everything. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like even Chinatown. It's like you go to Chinatown in New York and certain L.A. Man, you go to Chinatown. It's a real life thing. It's yeah, like a you, tourist. You go to attraction. Chinatown in Philly. You might get your issue. You China, might run into the Chinatown in issue <laughs> stinks. <laughs> like that is not a desirable location. Damn. Like it, it's it's bad, man. It's bad, and and that's more so my thing. I think Philly. Above anything else, Philly needs to get their attractions in order. Yo, it's like yeah. my thing be this, right? All right, I just found out recently that Delilah's Z Bar, yeah, Enterprise, that, all that shit is has been sold and it's about to be more condos. I'm like, fam, y'all are putting more places to put people, but y'all not giving the people nothing to do. Because the way life is supposed to work is you're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to work seventy hours a week, barely see your family. Right, and then die and at sixty one. Yeah, like really, and that like that shit. It resonates with me more and more, like as I get older and yeah. as things change, the world moves. It's just like it's awful, yeah, and, and no, then I, watching the structure, especially of this city, where you can literally have a block where they're selling eight hundred thousand dollar condos, and then the next block they selling crack and pussy. Yes, and it's just like how the fuck did like <laughs> didn't nobody decide? All right, no, we're gonna try to j- renovate the whole entire. No, yeah, no, I got enough bread for this block. Yeah, this right here. <laughs> this is the good block. You just said. don't go down there. <laughs> you when you get to the train station at Second and Spring Garden, turn back around and yeah. come back towards Delaware. You at. don't need anything past <laughs> Second and Spring Garden. But the, but the Kenshin is right there. No, no, no. They deliver. Yeah. Just just come on back. You know what I'm saying, please do not walk past that train station. And it's like even the attractions that we do have, like you said, the Jewish Museum, the African American Museum, the Rocky Steps. It's like they they a snooze, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they kind of a snooze. Fest. The African American History Museum might as well be a fucking trap house. Like like none of the shit just makes. Like think about it, you got a federal prison, a post office, and reserve. It's like <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that don't even make sense. You got a jail, a prison, a, a jail, a fucking. Uh, Post office and a club in the oh. number one place for black folk to gather. It, like it, that don't make sense in a city that is probably seventy eight percent black or some shit like that. The most poppinest place for black people to gather is a four hundred max capacity location. Crazy. That just shows how garbage <laughs> we are. Like, so you mean to tell me in a city where seventy eight percent of one point six million <clears throat> people are black? We can only hope for, on a great night, 500 of them to gather somewhere peacefully. Ain't that crazy? That's fucking nuts. It'd be nuts, yo. Like, I'm, when you be telling me the numbers, you, Chad be at my crib telling me the numbers from, like, uh, Vanity. And, it, yeah. like, yeah, oh, we did 1,100. We did 14. And I'd be like, 
that's dope. And to myself, though, I'd be like, how does something like that have like 8,000 people in exactly. it? On a, you know what I'm saying? On any given night. And the thing is, that's frustrating on the nightlife standard is that, you know, I'm a student of this shit. So it's like, I look at other markets and I got friends that's in other markets. Like, my friend that lives in Miami who shall remain nameless, you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. That motherfucker has 11 luxury vehicles. A big ass crib. Tory Lane stays at his house. Like, he's a fucking club promoter mm-hmm. because the market can bear the le- any level of idea that he comes up with, the market can bear it. Whereas in Philly, I'm capped out in terms of I can be as creative as I want, dream as big as I want. But if I fucking somehow, some way find the resources to book Drake. My market can't sustain can't supporting support. that, mm. and 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 I'm going to lose money trying to look good for you motherfuckers because off the rip, half of y'all are going to convince yourselves that he's not coming, and just stay in a house and watching on Instagram. Like and then if be Drake, like, oh, like if shit, Drake hits you, like went. yeah, I'll come to whatever situation you got going on, but I need five hundred. It's like, all right, yeah, Drake's worth it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you worth every penny. You'd roll. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Out five hundred grand, but now the problem is getting the five fifteen thousand people <laughs> yeah. to show, you know what I mean. Like, think about this: Meek don't sell out concerts here, and he's our, that's scary. He's our lightning. He's our everything. Like he's our north star. And Meek don't sell out concerts here. Like that's bonkers when you sit back and yeah, really think. It's yeah, like, it's like yo, y'all don't really support shit, not to the level that it should be. Yeah. But these same people. I was shocked we had 150 motherfuckers at the, at the roots. I was confused. <laughs> y'all at the right place? Y'all, y'all, y'all here. Y'all, uh, looking, y'all, for y'all looking for, for Black Thought. Right? <laughs> shit. All right, cool. Well, we going to do a show then. Yeah, shit. Wow. Man. But it's just like you see certain stuff and you just be like, this doesn't make sense because it's like when I seen the shift was a few years ago, we brought Floyd Mayweather here for the first time at Vanity. And, you know, it was another party that same night. And people was literally like comparing that theme party to like Floyd Mayweather. And I'm like, yo, I'm super confused because just seven months ago, y'all was chasing this motherfucker around trying to j- jump the fence and rehab and this, that, and the third trying to get close to him. And then he come to y'all city and y'all acting like it ain't about shit. So just like, yo, these are different type of people. Like, I don't understand these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, so it was like, it got to a point where I just stopped trying to understand these people and stopped trying to appeal to them. And, you know, you just find other ways to, you know, to, like to, when I to see people be want, like, oh, I'm from a different era, I'm, you know, different time period. I, I can agree to that to a certain extent. And, and it ain't even about like on some street money, drug money, just the mindset was Absolutely. just, it just seemed different. Cause back in the day, 
When I remember we were 19, 20, 21, all we wanted to do was get downtown and be yes. like, we, we didn't give a fuck. We like, talk about I, this all the time. Whatever like, it costs, we didn't care. Like, yeah. we, I remember going to different happy like, we was We would wind up in happy hours where we was the only motherfuckers that wasn't lawyers. Like, yeah. oh, we in here. We don't care. Yeah, because you explore shit and you end up at the firehouse and this place and that. And it's just like, it's just shit going on because it was ingrained in us by our old heads that... No, nah, we party downtown and da da da. We ain't doing none of this neighborhood shit and da da da. Because yeah. I remember growing up and living on 58th and Florence and that little bar that was right there. I remember 10 niggas getting murdered in that joint over the course of me living at 5800 Florence for four years. Like 10 different like homicides. Yeah. Like this nigga check is over. Yeah, like, like and that's where I think the younger generation has like, they're so poor. And I don't mean like monetarily, I mean like just spiritually, like and mentally, to where it's like, I'm just, I'm going down the street. Yeah, they don't want to venture out of there. I, I, I can go in there, get a hookah for fourteen dollars, get a little platter for eleven, and chill. And, and and for as much work as social media did to de-click Philadelphia, it, it actually like worked against exactly. The, uh, so it's like social media initially made everybody know each other. You from Penrose, I'm from Southwest, but I'm a little bit older than you. I didn't know you, but through social media, we met and we did, and we realized we got all these connections through right. us. So it brought people initially together but then eventually what it did was it re separated it, everybody it, because you knew who's from here who's from here who's from here so then when all the bars start popping up in the neighborhoods yeah. you just target the motherfuckers in your neighborhood it's like, you get it's the, like uh, Mighty Ducks if you ever seen the first Mighty yeah. Ducks remember they redrew the lines and yeah. Adam Banks had to go from the Hawks that's really how the shit is and it's like it's, it's fucked up but I, I was driving past a hood bar out it'll remain nameless because they don't sponsor the show <laughs> but I drove past a hood bar the other day it was the middle of the, It was like daytime So it's like Five o'clock You know like happy hour Times or whatever And ch- chicks was going Into the bar They was like Patting them down Out front This shorty straight Had a, a, a Like a, a A scarf On her head Like her hair was red you know, I'm, just, I'm just here To get some crabs Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm at the red light Just looking like They ain't about to Chase her And send, nope. <laughs> send her On her way No she went right in there And I'm just like like why? Why? Why do you want to be around? You these, know, like, these are your regulars. Like you almost start talking like fucking. Uh, what's the white dude that lost the Clippers? Oh, Donald Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you bring this trash? And <laughs> so you start looking like Jesus Christ. Like, like shit, this is awful. That shit is bad, man. But yeah, I, I really just feel like Philly is like just awful on like many different levels. It ain't just one thing. Yeah, we definitely got to get our attractions together. And like I said, man, listen, we got a run of events coming up this weekend. If this shit don't work, I'm moving to D.C. or Atlanta or South Beach for the summer. My man already told me here, take me in. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not going to sit around and just watch this shit just be ass for the next 14 weeks. I refuse. I can dig it. Let's get to some of these topics, man. We got a lot of shit. Before we get into this, we got we got ads today, baby. Oh shit. Let's pay some bills real quick. Let's pay some bills. We got National Credit Card Relief is sponsoring the show today. If you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. And this program 
has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It is not bankruptcy. It is not consolidation either. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from which you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. Damn, that sounds uh, pretty slick. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least 10000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now at 1-800-218-7170. There is no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call 1-800-218-7170. That's 1-800-218-7170. Get your debt problem solved today. Call National Credit Card Relief. Yeah. Getting rid of debt, boy, that is a beautiful thing. Man, listen. I, I'm When that debt, when you see it, you like... Whew, let me go apply for something. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how you be. And now, like, I be so on the credit shit. I be knowing like the exact moment of when, like, yo, I can get I can get twenty thousand uh, in unsecured credit right now. Listen, when I when I like got all my old shit off my credit report and my shit shot up, I'm talking about. I need to go buy a boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like I went to Home Depot one day to get some light bulbs, and the shorty started talking to me. She was like, "Do you got a Home Depot credit card?" I'm like, "No." Nah. She was like, "You know, you save thirty percent off your first purchase if you get approved." I'm like, "Hey, these light bulbs nine dollars, thirty percent off." Fuck it, let's, <laughs> let's roll the dice, baby. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> That's how you be when you got some credit. You will apply for any fucking thing. So, yeah, man, definitely get your uh, credit in order, man. Get your debt fucking going and, you know, go buy a house that you're probably going to foreclose on in the next two or three years. <laughs> Live life like all the rest of us. Man, I wish I would have bought a couple four cl- uh, houses I was going to foreclose on back in the day. You could have got, like, four houses with, like, a 610 credit score. Yeah, at one point you can. I mean, realistically, though, now, if your credit is just, like, if you just got a job and, like, your credit is like a six fifty. You can pretty much do anything as long as you don't got no student loans. Because now I they, don't have any. Yeah, so now they change this shit. Like anybody out there with student loans that's trying to buy a house, you better get on a repayment plan. Start paying triple, double paying that shit down because what's going to end up happening is if you try to go through any. FHA sponsored program that's literally the same people that issue you uh, federal student loans and shit like that. So what they're going to do is they're either going to take 1% of your capitalized student loan debt and apply it to your mortgage or they're going to... Come, you know, add whatever your payment is to your mortgage also. And usually what that does is it'll throw your debt to income ratio off like mm-hmm. fucking dramatically. And then they'd be like, oh, well, then you got to go conventional. And now you got to put all this money down in order to buy a house. You got to around, put 15, 20 percent down. Yeah. When I just tried to buy uh, this triplex, they told me I, ended, I was going to end up having to put like 40,000 down. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, eat dick. No, I'm not doing that. So. That's not gonna happen. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just keep flipping until you know I just can just go ahead and just buy the shit and own it outright. But uh, yeah, that shit was like not making. The, no the sense. government gonna find a way to win. They like the oh, Patriots. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we we gonna <laughs> they figure like this the shit Patriots out. And the Spurs. Yeah, we gonna figure this shit out. That's crazy. I ain't even know that. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that shit is a headache, man. A headache. And it's like, yo, even you make a lot of money, if you got. 
a hundred racks in fucking student loan debt. Like, all right, well, there goes that. Like, you mm-hmm. can cancel that. You don't have to go conventional. And them conventional loans, that's a whole different fucking ball game. Yeah, I, I paid my student loan off uh, about three years ago. You hear me sounding like proper, like I paid it off. What happened was I got my tax return, and uh, <laughs> it was short. <laughs> they paid it off, you know, but they did it in my name, like right. uh, Cindy Bernstein <laughs> or fucking Beverly Hills Cop. So, yeah, I don't have no student loan anymore. But, um... I don't, where you want to start? You 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 want to talk about the Joe Button podcast? Because yeah. I wasn't there. So. Yeah, I, I was live. I was there. Yeah. So uh, this past Wednesday, I get a text message from my homegirl Nisha. She's like, "Yo, you still going tonight?" I'm like, "Going where?" She's like, uh, "South Street." I'm like. What the fuck am I going to I told y'all I'd be in two places Vanity Grand And in the house So I'm like Go where <laughs> On South Street Like where It's like yo You forgot You never bought your ticket I'm like Bought my ticket for what Like I'm literally like Confused This shit went on for 10 minutes She's like yo The Joe Button podcast And I'm like Oh shit I'm like alright cool Well let me make some phone calls Cause like I'm all access With Live Nation now and shit So I'm like Fuck that I ain't paying to get in I'ma go If you went on a road trip And you didn't stop for a Big Mac Or drop a crispy fry Between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. But it was the show was sold out. So um me and AO went and uh, you know, we went down there. We got there a little bit late, but apparently the show started promptly at eight o'clock, as promised. They did a two hour uh format, Joe Mall, Rory and Parks on stage, and they basically set up the backdrop to look like uh Parks Crib where they, you know, record the podcast at. And um I hated every minute of it. It was uh <laughs> It was fucking miserable. Like, it, was it really that bad? It was, I, I got like a lot of people who, because we had a lot of people that were there. That were, yeah, like, for PRP sure. People, and they were hitting me like, yeah, no, nah, this, this. Yeah, is, and, and the thing is, it's not that Joe isn't entertaining. It's not that Maul isn't dope. It's not that Rory doesn't have a cool perspective. It's just that they just kind of just showed up. Like they just kind of like might have been because they was in Philly. How was the crowd? I mean, it was a packed crowd. It was like 70, 30, like 70% guys, 30% females. It was a lot of uh, fanboys in the crowd, like a lot of niggas that wanted to take Joe Button on the prom. A lot of niggas that wear uh, the Yankee hats with the flaps. Yeah, a lot of niggas that ride bikes on the expressway, like them type of niggas. (laughs) So it was like, it was just like, even like, they just, it was like, they talked a little bit and then it was like, well, let's open it up to some questions. And it was like, from when I got there at 845 to when I left at 10 when it was over, it was all questions. And I'm like, yo, this is no way to run a show. What were the questions? Just from the crowd. Like oh, this random. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like a talk show. It was it was like Sally Jesse. Like Rafael. Donahue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In old school. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky Lake. Yeah. yeah. Like they literally had the guy Savon running around the crowd with the fucking mic, like letting people a- ask questions. And pretty much like the highlight of the show was that Gilly was there. They figured they found out that Gilly was there and it was like, yo, give Gilly the mic, blah, blah, blah. And then Joe asked Gilly a question and then Gilly asked one back. And Joe's question was, which I put on my page, um, on Instagram and uh Joe's question was what Philly rapper is there or rappers is there that you don't understand why people think this motherfucker can rap and Gilly had a really good answer which was I don't really you know he's like Philly's like a bunch of rapping ass motherfuckers that we can't do nothing else like we can rap he's like so for the most part anybody that's like popping they got a fan base like I understand why people like him because the <laughs> the ability to rap is there so I can't really say that yeah. Gilly's question back to Joe was how many celebrity asses have you eaten 
And I think <laughs> I think Joe might have said like three or something like that. And Gilly said, was they fresh out the club or fresh out the shower? And Joe said they was all fresh out the shower. So that was like literally like the highlight of the show. And then some other girl uh, asked Joe, uh, how do, do you keep your relationship spontaneous with such a... Uh, uh, and interesting with such an age gap between you and your girl or some shit to that effect. And he was like a little taken aback by that question, but he answered it. He was. It, what's the age gap? Who's um, he with? Since Santana. Since. Oh, the, the lesbian. Well, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She's not a lesbian now. Clearly. She's not she much in Buckner. Uh, Erica Mena. Exactly. Everybody was with Erica Mena. Yeah. The, the industry is. Uh, <laughs> so how old is she? She might be like 24 or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she she started loving hip hop then when she was like fourteen. She's been on that shit for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, she that was what twenty thirteen when she first got on there. Because I remember booking her when it was too early. Like I booked her when it was too early and nobody gave a fuck. But I seen it and I was just like, yo, this is going to be like a thing. And we ended up booking her or whatever. And we might have broke even or made like some small money or some shit like that. But uh, yeah, we brought her to Aura in Philly in twenty thirteen, and it was like a little bit too early for the shit. And then um. You know, now all the girls love her and want to eat her ass. So. Mm. And Joe's like 47. At least like 80. Yeah. Some shit like that. But, old, uh, old rappers is having it their way this week. but Yeah, but um, what I would say overall, my main takeaways is that the TLA is a shitty venue. Yeah, um, that. that shit is like... We're better off. This is great. This is the Taj Mahal <laughs> compared to the T- the TLA is fucking decrepit and awful. Like the TLA looks like where the mob takes you when they tell you that you're gonna be a made man yeah, and they hit you. Yeah. Like like yo, beat Joey Walnuts out back in the, uh, it's, it's, El Dorado. It's, it's Joey Scaglione. They call him Joey Skags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, and then they blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, my man Rob. He Italian. He a dealer at the casino. But we always got like. Racial jokes. And oh, shit. of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting next to him at the poker table one day. He was dealing, and uh, Leek came. Leek came through or whatever. And Leek was like, "Yo, I'm starving. You trying to go get something to eat?" And Rob was like, "Yeah, man, I got some fucking soul food out in the car. You know what I'm saying? We got, <laughs> have, a, have a little sweet potato pie. We come back in here and play some poker." <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, go get the soul food out of my car. And when you're done with that, come down to the cab stand. I'm like, we got some more work. <laughs> like we do that shit all day. That's the only way to maintain a friendship. But right I always there. tell him because he be like." Uh, Black people's names be so like extra and so long. And oh, I'm like, man. no, the fuck they don't. I'm like, my name Matt. His name Malik. I'm like, y'all be having last names like Pazienza and shit like <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, but we always go back and forth for the uh, Italian black. Yeah, guys. but that's the, my the, man. the TLA fucking stinks. Um, so that's out. We want to X that off for potential. Uh, I went in the TLA once. I ain't like it. I, I saw one of the best shows I ever seen in my life was at the TLA. Life Jennings. I went to a Life Jennings concert with my cousin, um, and he fucking murdered it. I went to a Wiz Khalifa gym at uh, the TLA. Oh, he was, you was early on Wiz yeah, then. He went to yeah, the TLA. Years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like 09. Ring my starter scepter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it was, oh, had to be 09 because I started in November. Yeah. 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 Ring my yeah, starter scepter. Dumb early on Wiz. He might not even have black and yellow yet. Nah. I only went because the tickets were free. Maul had them. Right. So it was like, fuck it, I go. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> it was just mad weed smoke in the air. <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on, but I knew the building was awful. Yeah. And I remember, because uh, his, his um, Maul's 
brother was it his brother or his half stepbrother okay. half step half brother he worked there so he would just get a bunch of shit like they had tickets for Wale like this is back when like yeah. Nike boots at first camp yeah I, but that was the one time I actually went yeah Wale I think has more sellouts at the TLA than anybody in like history like he right. sold out the TLA like 14 times uh-huh. because they brought him uh, he came on his own a bunch of times on his own tours it was a one off show that was there that was really big when he 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 had some record out I don't know and then he did the Heineken Green Room series like twice and sold the shit out. It's like every time it was like Wally at the TLA, guarantee you fucking sell out. But yeah, the TLA stinks. So uh sorry, Live Nation, but the TLA stinks. We need to do an update on that immediately. And um it's just like the presentation was bad because it's like, you know, you can't really do much with the lighting and shit. It's almost like either you're gonna go full light show or just like the lights, the house lights is on. And that's what it was like. The house lights is on. I can see all these ugly sons of bitches in here and like I wanna go home. Like I feel uncomfortable. Somebody's gonna stab me. It was like mad like uh Diggable Planets fans or some shit in the crowd. Like <laughs> Diggable Planets. Yeah, I didn't have a good I, I was like, yo hey, we gotta go. Like I didn't have a good time. My man the other day said he hopped in the car with old head from the gig. He's like, this nigga had on DOS effects. <laughs> I ain't know what the fuck we was about to get into. About to smoke some wiggles, go shoot some motherfuckers. He's like, when the last time you heard a DOS effects song playing while y'all cruising? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got it. They want effects. Yeah, crazy as shit. Uh, we can we can get to the Takashi shit later. I'm kind of over him right now. Um. Rich the Kid. Oh, like, man. <laughs> have you been following that? Of course. This, see, this is the thing. And it, I've been, I was home all week, so I didn't <laughs> go anywhere. So it's like every little thing that happened as far as nigga news, I was, I, I saw every was the little, chief correspondent. I, I, I saw every little moving <laughs> part of this shit. So apparently Rich the Kid is, was, was staying with Tory Bricks. Yes. You have a history with uh, Tory Bricks. You want to tell him about it? Do I? You told her to let her pee on you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that I was like a legendary yeah, tweet. That was a legendary tweet. <laughs> Tory Bricks put some picture up, and I was like, "Pee on me," and the shit went viral. And everybody's like, "Hey, yo!" I'm like, "I didn't think y'all cared this much." Like, but at the time, Girl, you they know, was in this motherfucking mentions for like three days. <laughs> but at, at the time, you know, I thought it was a good idea. You know, <sighs> she, it looked like one of the moments where it was like, "Yeah, you know, I might let the bitch pee on me, man." I don't know. Like, <laughs> She looked stupendous, like she, a little better than she looked with that cherry under her eye right now. Was, I remember we was in a barber shop, and uh, you know, motherfuckers be like, "Yo, what you getting into tonight?" Whatever. Barber boy was like, "Hey, man, I got the old head chick. She bad as shit. I be fucking with her, but she be getting like too wild. I know she gonna want to pee on me." And we, everybody was like, <laughs> "Like, what? nigga, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Internal dialogue. You got to know when to when to yeah, cut the story. Like you got to like, pull your mic out, fam. Like pause. Like you're fucking. <laughs> and she be getting too wild and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not for that shit. Tonight. I'm gonna have to get my poncho and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm not for all that shit tonight. Damn, yeah. I just want to have some regular sex, get some head, eat you know some chicken saying? wings. Go on, I got a big bag of pistachios. <laughs> I'm trying to go chill. Bitch, you want to be on me and shit? Oh, crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> Rich the kid was staying at Tory Brick's house. And uh apparently two robbers came in, brandished five. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. 
pair arms. Yeah, he was. Rich wasn't going. Rich wasn't going for it. Started fighting him up, but then three more yeah. assailants. Yeah, the, the getaway drivers. The entourage came in. God, <laughs> 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 y'all don't know what the fuck. Y'all like these niggas ain't done yet. What the fuck is going on, <laughs> man? Put the town car in park. Had to come in there. So five of them ran up in the crib. Beat beat, beat shit out of Rich the kid. You know, he just Rich was just getting this. Equilibrium back from getting his ass whipped last week in the Starbucks. So now he got all these niggas on top of him, kicking him, smacking him with the burner and shit. Yeah. They smacked her, apparently, once yeah. a couple times, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, apparently, this shit was over his jewelry. So it's like, that's the part that's kind of like. Like, how do y'all, how, num- number one, how do y'all know that he's here? Like, if I'm at your crib and somebody kicked the door in and nigga pulled the hammers out, I was like, give us your wallet. Like, what? <laughs> I'm a visitor. There's 30 things in here y'all can take before. Take, take these flat screens. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck wrong with you? Yeah, but they, they came in there for rich jewelry. And um, that's the part that has me like... Um, it's a, it's just a, I mean, the whole thing is it's like, all right, Rich, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, blood. Like, you got to learn how to move out here. And apparently you still didn't learn your lesson. Any when you a rich rap star, any door that you can walk out of your car and walk up to the door and go in is not a door you need to be going through. You need to be somewhere where it's 24 hour surveillance. You need to have a fucking a guard dog or security or something like these little cheap little condos in Inglewood or whatever yeah. the fuck you got this girl living at. Like that's a no go, fam. Like it's it's street niggas that ain't walking up from their car on the sidewalk and going turning the key and walking in a yeah. crib. That's how you get murdered or trunked mm-hmm. every time. So it's just like, yo, you got to like you like a 37 year old 21 year old rapper like you gotta learn like like if you are going to a IG model's house leave the ice or or you, you or, might not need that. Or bring a trailer car. Or, or with some shooters or in it. bring a, a Glock 17. They're <laughs> yeah. only four hundred dollars. <laughs> or get a police escort or yeah. something like Takashi Six Nine. Like any like anything is better than just like yo four hundred thousand in ice like. I go to Wawa at one in the morning <laughs> to get a tuna bowl. I'm before I walk. So it's like, how is you as rich the kid don't got at least one goon? You know what I'm saying? Remember Carlito's way when uh uh Kleinfeld knew like it was about to go down. Yeah, he had a bodyguard in his law firm. Yeah, I gotta go downstairs get the bins. Come on, <laughs> you big weird ass Indian. Put your <laughs> shades on. He still got hit up in the elevator, yeah. but still, you he at least trying to prevent it. You I, gotta be on defense. I got a law. I got a fucking bodyguard in yeah. my law firm. It's yeah. like you, when you attain any anything more than what the average scum bucket nigga has, you have to just be on point. Period, mm-hmm. and you have to like change how you moving. Like, <laughs> like remember when Drake was here and like it was a hundred dirty wolfing niggas <laughs> with outside the gate. Yo, pussy. Yo, why the, why he got so much security with him? It's like because he's worth three hundred million. So, I, I have them with me <laughs> if I can afford them. Like, who wants to deal with you niggas? Like, I tell people all the time. I say, yo, if I get seven hundred fifty thousand in liquid, y'all never going to be able to talk to me again. Like, who wants to deal with a bunch of wolfing ugly niggas pulling up in suburbans with yo nigga with, tell, with car clubs? Come over here so I can fuck them. you up, nigga. <laughs> fuck wrong with bitch you, bitch ass nigga. You want some bullshit? You want you doing all that rapping? What about this? Rumbling. Right. Walk over here. They're they're keeping Lebec Finn open for this, me. <laughs> this nigga got the cops with him. They're keeping Flemings <laughs> open for me. I'm going to get a steak and I'm getting the fuck out of Philadelphia. Like some, some elements of street culture are just so 
idiotic it's to just me. it's just ridiculous it just sure. doesn't make no sense man and it's like yo i'm like i'm i'm with it i'm some i'm you know certain situations call for the dumb shit that was not one of them situations no. like that was another l that was another L in a run of like 44 straight L's that he handed uh, that particular camp. What made the whole Rich the Kid shit weirder was the next day she did like a live, like she started yeah. talking on live, and it was just like, no. Nonsense. Like, you shouldn't have done this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You and, look worse than you did before. <laughs> and then he posts a picture, like, and that's another joint. It's like, I haven't had a near-death experience. Like something where I ended up in like a neck brace yeah. and I was stretched the fuck out and lost consciousness and all this crazy shit. Like you ever seen when they put Pac in the ambulance and Pac put his middle finger up? Yeah. Pac didn't say, you know, take this pick real quick for the grand. Like he's, he's trying to just, deter them it was, from taking it. It the was pick. a pick that they took and put in the newspaper. Yeah. But like we have this thing now, little Scrappy did it last week, offset did it. Like you get hurt, and the first thing y'all do is post the shit. Like, Rich, you got a, a a robbery in which you almost got murdered. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who think the woman that you deal with... Is the culprit. Who you aren't going to be with for your life is the, the reason behind it. Yeah. You got bigger fish to fry than, like, getting likes. And, get, me, and get me for the gram, bro. You you just got bigger shit to deal with, yo. And, and that be my joint a lot of times. When I see it be like... I almost don't even like respect it or care just from the dumb shit from the beginning. Oh yeah, I'm with and, you. And like her running to live, it's like what? Like if if this is a real situation, like you say, some shit go down like that, halt everything. We ain't yeah. recording no podcast. We ain't go oh, fuck fuck. I gotta figure in out who we what, gotta where, figure why. this shit out. Yeah, I holler at you. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, but we not about to be on IG doing going live. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Like, like, bitch, I I might not live to see tomorrow. You going live? Like you playing games? And 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 it, it's just sad looking at it, it from the outside. I, I you know I'm not in it. I don't know these stupid people, but yeah, that's that's a bad look. Five motherfuckers rush up in your chick crib for your jewelry and beat you to a pulp. It's like, how, how somebody y'all, gotta explain something. Yeah, how'd y'all know I was here? The the yellow Ferrari outside tipped us off. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so you mean to tell me you got motherfuckers around you just waiting to take pictures, but you don't got nobody around you with the hammer? Everybody got sent. <laughs> they they ate lovely off that lick. That's a good lick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The, 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 and, and the streets is going to do what they got to do. So it's like, yo, Rich, as bad as I feel for you, as far as motherfuckers like hating on you and doing that to you, at the same time, dog, you just got to learn your lesson. Like, you just got ran down on by like... Seven uh, Four foot nine niggas In Philly Like you still didn't Learn your lesson Like And that was just Embarrassing It wasn't even like A bad bad situation But this is like Dog like you gotta Tighten up man Like you old enough To know better Like And you having A lot of success right now And you making yourself A target Like you looking yeah, like I think you got like Eight Eight big like charts this yeah. year. Like, think he charted eight times. Like this year. dog, yeah. you about to fuck around and be the twenty uh fifteen uh, twenty eighteen uh young bird. Like you looking crazy, my nigga. Like tighten up, dog. Yeah. The life you save might be your own. Yeah, he stuck up for it though. Said she ain't set him up. His fucking his estranged wife said, "Oh, the bitch did it." Yeah, like the game said. Oh no, the bitch did. Like, like flat out. Game, game straight said, "Nigga, you need to call me." <laughs> yeah, like you out here and when you want to move around, call me. Yeah, you need some help. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> like, like call me, nigga. Yeah, rappers go through hell. 
I mean, because, you know, the industry is the new streets. The streets is fucked off. Like, motherfucker can't really get no money out of the streets unless you selling motherfucking one of three things. Heroin, fentanyl, or car fentanyl. And if you get caught with any of that shit, you're going to jail for 100 years. Mm. So, with that being said, niggas is just straight back to the robbery extortion game. Like, oh, we just going to rob a rapper. Fuck it. Like, if they got a, if they hit a $400,000 lick, even if on the conservative side, if they could go sell it for two hundred. You got five niggas That's 40 bands a piece Depending on What level of However y'all Busting it down mm. That's a good lick Motherfucker ain't gotta do Nothing for two three months mm. Rob another rapper Motherfuckers gotta tighten up Like especially in LA That shit gets spooky About that jury Any motherfuckers See you in LA With jury on they're, And they don't know you And you're not connected They're pressing you mm. And it could be a little Baby gangster They're pressing you About some jury in LA Right now mm. And that been going on For about three years now Since the, When was the last time The All Star game was there Sixteen, yeah. Was it sixteen? Yeah, I think it was sixteen. So sixteen or fifteen, one of them. Right before that, they really ratcheted it back up again with the robberies and boxing niggas in and all that shit about the jury and all that. Like, and ever since then, it just been like yard out with that jury shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's why niggas is paying for the protection because if not, they gonna end up like Richard Kid. I know it was last year. Fuck, am I talking about? So yeah, when that was like yeah, right, that right, when they did the team LeBron team stuff. Yeah, so yeah, right, and was, right man. before that, like motherfuckers like game and other motherfuckers in LA, like yo, if you if you had any form of jewelry on, niggas is at your neck, like, because that was a big thing uh, at All Star years ago out there. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. getting boxed in, getting their jewelry taken, and all that shit. Because all it t- like LA is such a uh, like a big. A, a, a really big city With so many other Like little shit Around it All it take is One wrong left turn To end up on a block You're not supposed mm. to be in and Motherfucker Box you in That shit take 10 seconds Take everything from you You know what I'm saying That shit go left instantly I don't I don't have like a I, I, I get it Like why they do it now With the, the Like the mass amounts of jewelry Because realistically The guys who we love And grew up on And we look at Like the greats Excuse me. At one point, they were ridiculously chained up. And oh all yeah, that. absolutely. Slick Rick, all, all of them. Like <laughs> Eric, yeah, I'm even going back to yeah, Eric being Rakim yeah. and all that. Like it's just it's the culture or whatever. Jay Z <laughs> at one point wore a gazillion chains. Rick Ross had his head on a chain. You know, like we, we <laughs> come from the shit. But it, it just me. I just feel like it just after a certain while, it just looked ridiculous. You know, like it don't even look decent. You yeah. know what I mean, I like six nine shit. Like it shine real good and the right. rings look good, but it's just for what. Like, cause after a while, all it's going to be is in a in a nigga from Detroit hands sitting yeah. in the back of a station wagon for sure. Shit up. Like, <laughs> a wood panel station wagon. <laughs> this is the future of your fucking jury. A My nigga is being old Cherokees, not even Grand Cherokees. Like niggas just uh, <laughs> so so. This is the crazy shit. Some some bald some Baltimore County niggas just beat up. Hoodridge Pablo Juan Who signed the I Gucci They beat him up In LA Speed beat him Took all his jewelry Damn near stripped him Everything like And his little homies Just kinda stood there And watched this shit go down And these motherfuckers On the internet For days Posting this nigga jewelry mm. Like This is your future Like these is little Dirty niggas That's under a little They under a little A little dirty nigga Is in charge of them mm-hmm. And these is his Minions Yeah This is what you gotta deal with Yeah and the little dirty nigga that's in charge of them just signed to Jay Z of all fucking people. Yeah, I'm like, how did Jay Z even get wind of this nigga? Like, what? I'm 
Jay, Jay it's trying my, anything. It's my <laughs> job to know who the little dirty popping niggas is, and I don't know Q the Fool's music, and he signed the Rock Nation mm. as a as an artist, as a record deal. Like and he got niggas on the internet for days with <laughs> Rich Pablo Wine jury talking about we want fifty thousand to get this shit back. I'm like, the insurance deductible is probably like five grand for everything. Mm. Y'all not thinking it's through. That's because niggas be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just keep it a bean. Niggas be dumb. You want 50 grand each? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it's not how I this works. I wish you could see his face. <laughs> like, that's not how this works, Chief. Motherfucker definitely still <laughs> 300 grand worth of jewelry from you and be like, yeah, we want 200 grand for it back. It's like, no. No. Keep it, keep it. That's what happened. when Young Buck got the the G unit spinner. The the niggas took the joint from Young Buck. Fifty said, "I called a nigga on the phone. He's talking like, yeah, we want fifty thousand to get I it remember, back." I remember my truck got broken into, and the cop was like, "Yeah, we found your coat down the street." No, I'm you like, didn't. No, you the fuck throw that shit in the dumpster. <laughs> I'm about to call fucking State Farm and tell them what all got taken, yeah. and that coat cost three grand. Get it the fuck <laughs> out of here. You better not found no coat. Yo. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we found your polo down. It was down. So whoever they took it, they threw. It down the street I'm like nah Oh you that. found my My uh, fur Versace coat I'm like nah That ain't mine <laughs> I would never wear A polo down Yuck <laughs> hey, Like dog uh, Yeah you, when, when, when you have insurance And things get taken Or fucked up Or misplaced Or whatever have you it's it's. I don't a, want none of that a, shit. It's a back. low key blessing. Yeah, all right, whatever. I don't want none of that shit none back. Like I be seeing chick. You know, we see chicks all the time on the internet destroying motherfuckers' cars and shit like that. I be like, that'd be so dope. Like when like, you ever see a car accident, and I know this from wreck chasing. Like you pull up to a scene, you they, they come over to you know, you know check for auto accident at uh you know Cobb Creek Parkway and Fifty uh, Eighth Street. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You rip there when you get there and you see somebody acting out like acting a oh, fucking you know they ain't got no insurance donkey. <laughs> and then you look over, you see the other guy. He's just on the phone chilling. It's like that's where I'm going because he has the insurance. You know, and yeah. it's just like yeah, when you have insurance, you conduct yourself in a way different manner. Yeah, that's what I pay this bill every month for. Like you hit my car, I'm not getting out screaming. Cool. Take this shit to the fucking body shop. I need one of y'all to give me a ride to Hertz. <laughs> and I'm going to get the fucking s- the new Citadel Durango. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I need one of y'all to drop this <laughs> off the tow truck. You know what I'm saying? Damage the axle. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's the way it works. That's what like insurance and it works for everything. Yeah. Like everything all the way around the board. Uh, Rod had a couple good insurance tweets. He was talking about um, being like a self like independent business yeah. owner and shit. And like. It's crazy because I know a lot of people who get money but don't have insurance. Oh, and I ain't man. talking about life insurance. I'm Any insurance. Like just health insurance. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I had surgery last week. I got I saw the bill for my surgery. It was thirty six seven, like thirty six thousand dollars. Yeah. I paid 15 bucks. And it's like. You kind of got to get insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got to do, you just kind of got to get this shit. And it'd be crazy because it's like I was in the hospital. Remember I told you my uh. I had like the uh, sinus infection and yeah. shit. And dude had came and he got shot. Like he he was in there before I was in there. But the doc was telling me, like, yeah, he's screaming and hollering at us, like he want painkillers and this and 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 you and, and, and he don't even got insurance. So it's like, you know, realistically the hospital, all they gotta do is patch you up. Yeah. All they gotta do is get you to stop bleeding. Yeah. You out of here. Like, oh, you ain't gonna die? All right, cool. Have a nice night. Here's your discharge. Yeah, and, and it, it's crazy that it's like you you out here walking, living a life where your life could end tomorrow and then turn around and you got to go fund me it's just like dog i don't like whiting 
So I'm not coming to the fish fry. You know what I'm saying? What else y'all got? What else y'all serving? It ain't no bronzini back there? Because this whiting ain't going to cut it, blood. I'll tell you what, if I bring some flounder, can y'all, <laughs> can y'all hook me up? <laughs> like, real shit. I'm going to still buy the ticket to support, but like... But it, it's just, I eat what I eat. It's just amazing watching it because he was saying like I watch dudes who have jobs with four hundred one k's and pensions and retirement plans and health insurance and then just having it it makes you like I have life insurance like yeah. it just makes you do it. But he's like on the flip side I know dudes who are like entertainers and artists don't have that shit don't have this shit and it's like remember Kanye in the video when he was talking about the braces and he yeah. was paying all the cash because he didn't have insurance. It's like well nigga you had a lot of hits. At the time. Yeah. You was already, like, making hits. You should have had some fucking insurance. So you didn't have to do... You know, and, and it's just like we... Jay-Z said it. They school us to spend our money foolish. Like, it, you almost, like, get shunned for doing that. But it's like, oh, yo, this is, like, first priority. You know? You, yeah. You got kids and shit. Like, that should just be a no-brainer to just have medical coverage. Right. It ain't even got to be amazing, you know, medical coverage. I mean, granted, you would want it if you could have it. Because yeah. at any given time, your heart could fucking fail. You know, a lung could collect any fucking thing. You know what I mean? And if you don't got the right coverage, they is not fucking with you. At it's all. all John Q. Uh, he's a nice boy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going in there. That shit is real, man. These procedures, these these operations, the medication, uh, this shit, it's it's... It's unbelievable how much yeah. money they making. I told you, I asked the doctor who did my surgery. I'm like, how often do you do this? He was like, I mean, I try three or four a day. I'm like, <laughs> what? God damn. Like, like 30, 30 a clip? <laughs> God damn. Like, that, that shit is a racket. That shit is crazy, yo. And it's like, that's not even an expense. Like, you figure a baby costs 50 grand. Yeah. Like, dead ass. Having a baby 50 racks if you ain't insurance threat. Sheesh. You know, bypasses and them shits is $200,000. Shit is it's mind blowing. You know who really make the money though? The anesthesiologists. Yeah, they make crazy money because they got more liability because they don't want to keep you alive during the yeah. whole. You know, hey man, the medical shit is is crazy. But yeah, get get your insurance, man. Get Please your, get your get, if you got jewelry, get that insured. Yep. Don't you can, you can add it to your homeowners or to your renters policy. It's just an addendum to that. You just got to send them your appraisals. And, and and once you do that, you'll actually get a discount for multiple policies on yes. the account. Trust me, I know. You have anything of serious value. You can insure anything. Yes. J-Lo insured her ass. <laughs> you can. You got a pair of sneaks that have shot up in price <laughs> and gone to $10,000, $15,000. Go get them insured. Yeah. The one boy who won the, uh, the Michael J. Fox <laughs> Jones, yeah. the, uh, what are they called? Oh, the, uh, the mags. The Air Mags. Yeah. He got them shit sitting in a fucking safe deposit box in a bank, and he got them insured. Like, yeah, like. Like for what? They ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> get that shit insured. Go get your fucking car. Y'all, y'all run around with coupons on the fucking windshield. So it's like I know. know. <laughs> yeah, like get your car, your home, your apartment. Yeah, your apartment. Something happened at your apartment building. Yo, you can get thirty, forty, fifty. My John, they say you can take it all the way up to a bean for renters insurance. Yeah, like I know people who have been in apartments and apartment catch fire. On some Godzilla shit, and they don't have fucking renters insurance, yeah. and it's just like, it's like sorry, but you 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 you, you was on Instagram with Moet the, the red one, it's, you know what? Fuck it, I, I try my hardest, like, but yeah, it's the truth, man. It's like just go get your insurance, whatever the fuck you, yeah, you got to do. A business professional told me probably about 12, 14 years ago, some shit like that. The most important thing you can have is good insurance, just across the board, health insurance, car insurance, anything involving your property, all of that shit, because. 
you may not have to use it, but in the event that you do, goddamn, you're gonna be happy that you Listen, paid that bill. When, when my when I popped my Achilles, I remember <laughs> I went to the orth. They sent me to the orthopedist, like uh, premier orthopedist. Okay, and they work with like a lot of athletes and shit. They got pictures all on the wall. You know, it's like a real like real nice place or whatever. So I come in. She was like, yeah, uh, you got to fill out this form, you know, whatever. See, let me see your referral. Boom. I give her that. Give her my license. She's like, you have your insurance card. I give it to her. Boom, boom, boom. She run it. She was like, okay, your copay for the day will be $5. And I'm like, okay. And to myself, I'm like, I didn't expect to pay shit. (laughs) So I I give her the $5. Boom, boom, boom. That was my copay. $5. So I go. I sit and she's like, okay, one of the nurses will be out with you shortly. I'm like, bet. I go sit down. Dude came in while I was sitting there. Same process as me, whatever, whatever. She's like, let me see. Can I see your license? Can I see insurance? She gave, he gave her that stuff. She was like, okay, your copay for the day will be $70. I was like, damn. (laughs) We know who picked the wrong plan. I'm like, damn. (laughs) But here's the thing. He was, he was okay. Great. Right. And he's like, can I put on my debit card? She's like, yeah. And, and he paid it. And I'm just like, it's so crazy because we both have insurance, but his copay is seventy dollars, mine's is five. Right. And it's like that, like, I'm I'm on some shit. And I heard seventy, I'd be like, it's cool. We'll put some <laughs> put some ice on this shit. Great. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, man, it's like you gotta have insurance. You just gotta get it. You yeah, know? It's mandatory. You know, you never know when uh five goons is gonna run in your girl house. You oh, know what I'm man. saying? Like you need it. So uh what else we got? What else we got? Let's get to the to the to the big the elephant in the room. Jay Z and uh, oh, Beyonce have uh, dropped the album. It's been a lot of good music dropping lately. Yes, it has. Um, before we get to the J and Beyond, where are you at with the seven 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 sevens from Good Music? Uh, I love Pusha's album. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite out of the one. I love Nas's album. When I first heard it, I was kind of like, eh. I listened to it again. Hard that shit. If, if y'all get a chance, go listen to Nas' last verse on everything. That's the that's Don talk. Yeah, like not like he's really just like my first crib, eleven thousand square feet. Like he he was just going yeah. off. He said when he say junk. when he say some shit. Uh, I'm not sure if it was on everything or another song. He was like, I got fiends still owe me from '89. That was that was on the other. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, the uh, hold on. He was talking, man. White label. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. talking, man. Like the the Nas album is is hard as fuck. Um, I hate Kanye's album with a passion. I actually like it. I actually like it. Uh, Kids see ghosts. I like one song. I like one song. So I like we one. Probably song. like the same song. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's this, the, the 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 real thumping jaw. Uh, oh no, two songs because I like that. Yeah. That shit, I love that song. Every other, all that other shit made me want to stab myself in the arm. And then uh, Tiana Teller's album, I believe, is about to come out, and I think that's going to complete it. Yeah. So and, it's nothing from Chains or uh, no Sean. or Sean, no. But you know the 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 biggest takeaway from all of this is that Pusha is a rap god. Nas is a rap god. Kanye is a production mastermind, mm-hmm. like because all of this shit sounds nothing alike. Mm-hmm. None of it. It's not even really like no crossover. It's a little tiny bit of crossover from Ye into uh, Kissy Ghost, but even that sound is like so distinctly mm-hmm. like different. It's like God damn, like how did the same exact producer and the same engineer slash co-producer come up with all this dramatically different shit. Like, what's it called is just so over there, uh, Daytona. 
Yeah, I really like that. That song. shit knocks so hard. Like it's like some boom bap shit. And then you get the Nas's album, and you like this shit sound like Pete Rock produced it. Yeah. And it's just like how? Like how is this all like the same motherfucker? And like what have you been doing the last five years that you've deprived us of all of this eclectic production? Yeah, it's like you out here getting light on smoking crack. You just Nigga. doing bullshit. Like, you just stay in the booth. Please. Yeah, Ye can, Ye can produce his ass off. I think it's crazy. He like He's never got a produ- producer of the year, Grammy. No. Yeah. No, not at all. But I like, was thinking with, with this, like, would he be in the running for one this year? He would with, have like, to be. With, like, all the way he's just, like, destroying every little thing. Because everything's performing. Everything's charting. The quality is there. With the exception of, you know, the two that I don't like. But people like the shit. You know, it's just me personally. Like, I was expecting from from Kanye to hear, like, a more aggressive, like, Kanye based on all of the controversy and the TMZ shit and this and that. I was expecting him to be more combative. And it almost sounds like an apologetic, like, tone to the album. Kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of like a dickhead. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it, though. I, I the first two, yeah, they kind of, you know, whatever. But the, the album picks up, and I, I just, I love the last four or five songs on there. It, it just, it's it's really a good album. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, me personally, I would like to see it have been a little longer. Because I like when he does those songs where he has those hooks, where he takes the samples from the old, like, exactly. I, I, I just always like that. So it's like, you know, when he did, uh, what's the joint? Because I can't remember nothing right now. The uh, violent crimes about his daughter yeah. that was phenomenal. Wouldn't leave where he was talking about Kim. That like they just they're good. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I like his. I like violent crimes. Wouldn't leave. No mistakes is that shit with uh Charlie uh Charlie Wilson on the and, hook. Uh, and I like Yikes shit. a lot. Shout out to Drake for the yeah. writing credit on Yikes. Yikes is a nice bounce. But yeah, uh, Nas dropped. He was supposed to drop. Thursday and the Friday that didn't happen, and I don't know botched what it. huh? I said they just botched. They just bought it. it was just weird as yeah, shit. I'm like the fuck up. Every, I, was, I was waiting at midnight. There was so in much the, traffic on on my timeline. Everybody was going off, making little videos, little snippets, and then like it was like one o'clock, and I was like watching Married with Children. I'm like, oh, what the fuck happened to the Nas John? And I woke up the next morning, and it still wasn't there. And motherfuckers was like, oh, I heard it. They took it down. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Because like, they heard it on YouTube or whatever streaming yeah, like junk they it was on. They put the wrong version out or some shit like that. Then they had to remix and master it and, uh, and then resubmit it. I don't know what the fuck that was. So, what you know, that was like a definite loss for the whole yeah. Good Music fam. It killed the momentum. Killed the momentum bad. And then, what's today? Sunday? Yeah, so Saturday. Sa- yes, sir, yesterday. Carter's album came out. Hey, you know, I, I was on Twitter and I seen like motherfuckers reposting Jay and Beyonce new video. So I'm like, okay, I went to check it out. It's called Ape Shit. And I watched it and I'm like, this could have easily been called dumb shit. But it's Amigos record. Like, it's I'm, Amigos future I'm, record. I'm listening to it and I'm like, ooh, ooh, like all of that yeah. shit going on. And I'm just My like, biggest takeaway from that song, Jay, number one, Jay killed that shit. He's rapping on that, John. He was, I wanted him to rap longer. Like, I hate them little 10-bar He, he said some dope shit on that. But, but my biggest takeaway is Future heard that record and was like, when the fuck did I do this? Like, when did I turn this record in? Because <laughs> that ain't me. Those are my ad-libs, but that ain't me. And this is my production style, but that ain't 808 and, Mafia. And, and Kurt, me and Kurt started going at it on the timeline. That's why I'm just like, when situations like this happen, I've gotten like you. I just got to bow out. Yeah, like I haven't I, been on Twitter in three weeks. As you was going at it all crazy over the whole Jordan shit. And I, I see up. you just like, yeah, fuck it. I, I bow out. And I and, and I, I was telling him, he was like, why you hate Jay so much? Like, Jay the GOAT. And I'm like, 
I don't hate Jay and he's not the GOAT. That's the thing. I'm, so there's that. <laughs> I'm a big Jay-Z fan. But my issue with Jay is I grew up under Jigga. I grew up fucking with Volume 1, heavy. I grew up fucking with Volume 2, heavy. Yeah. I grew up fucking with Volume 3, with the Dynasty, with Blueprint, where Jigga used to move rap. Yeah. And Hove doesn't do that. Yeah. Hove's just in it. Yeah. Hove's just rich and married to Beyonce. Yeah. Like to the point where the album, the song that y'all are all going crazy off of has the Migos as fucking writer credit. Like it's a Migos record. Yeah. It sounds like Migos and Future. Yeah. And you look at rap now, it's Migos, it's Future, and, and Drake. Drake. You t- and this is the crazy part. Me and Chad had a conversation. Together. We always are like, when something go down, we'll call each other. Am I tripping? <laughs> and then we start talking to each other. And it's like, okay, I'm not bugging. Cool. Like, at least, at least I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when when you when you like break down like the current culture of music. The Migos flow single handedly is the number one rap pattern. All the young bucks and now even the old niggas mm-hmm. are taking pieces, if not flat out copying what they're doing and patterning their shit after it. Beyonce's Delivery and keep in mind, I like the song. It's a fucking Migos record with singing on it. I got the uh, what's the other record that they that she did? Uh, the John for Khaled, uh, Maybach. May, oh, Maybach. That's oh, a awful. fucking. It's a future record. Now it's an awful future record, but it's a future record. Even down to the delivery and the drawl and the that John wasn't in the that John wasn't in the top one hundred on you on the iTunes with John. three of the. Probably four. seven Well no But with Yeah four to like, You got a song with DJ Khaled Future <laughs> Beyonce and Jay Z And that's that supposed to be A number one across the that board That shit not in a hundred Top hundred on iTunes yeah, Like what awful. the fuck Like And that's really what I think The music is for I ain't gonna necessarily say B Cause I feel like She's not in her prime Like to where it's like You know Four And Beyonce And Dangerously in Love And all of those type joints But like Her last joint Lemonade was good It wasn't a great joint But it was a very good album Yeah I think Beyonce Was better than that Yeah exactly But like Jay's been on a serious Deterioration as far as Album wise To the point where it's like Even this joint It's like You're doing a joint album With Beyonce It's like Have you run out of Every little thing You could Mm -hmm. possibly do Because 444 just wasn't good I, and like I, you know, I argue with whoever about it. I mean, it's, and it's a year later, and we're not talking about it, and we don't care. And mm-hmm. you know, Matt and Chad were right. Like it just wasn't, you know, at, it was it was a conversation starter and a conversation piece, but the musical aspects of it was not good. It didn't have no staying power. No. Just like the same thing, I was listening to, uh, and I, I'm the number one Migos fan alive. I love them young niggas. But I was listening to Culture 2 the other day. I'm like, this sucks. Like, There's about four records on there that's great records. I listened Bad to bitch, it once. Bad Bitches Only, Walk It, Talk It. Obviously, Stir Fry is probably one of the best songs that came out in the last 10 years. That's like a transformational record. And then it's probably one or two others. But I'm like, this shit sucks bad. And... I love them. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, you can tell they was just trying to ride off the momentum of the whole culture shit because yeah. culture is a masterpiece. Then you come back with this piece of shit. But y'all brand is so big that and y'all got y'all feet planted in so much other shit that it doesn't matter. Drake with views. Jay can't do that shit. Like, views is not in Drake top three best albums. Not in his top five best album. It's in his top five. It's not in his top three, though. It's not better than Nothing Was The Same. It's not better than Take Care. It's not better than If You Read This Is Too Late. And I think it's like right there. 
So it's like it's not top three though. Right. But that's what I mean. But if you look at the performance aspect of it, the shit really, really annihilated. The charts yeah. it annihilated, Billboard it annihilated <laughs> actual sales. Yes. But realistically, I think for me, and I'm a Drake fan. I like like seven or eight records on that album. It's yeah. like twenty something songs. And I was talking to Love about that the other day. Me and Love was uh was battling a little bit about the Kanye record. He like Kanye album not corny. I'm like, bro, the whole premise that a album that has three, maybe four good records on there out of seven cannot then be deemed a corny album doesn't make sense because that's like me sitting here trying to defend views as a Drake fan when I only remember fuck how are good. I only remember five songs. So it's like the, the you know what the problem is there's 20 on there. Yeah. So it's like yo when you, when you have at if you don't even at least reach the half mark or whatever or if it's debatable about if half the overall body of work throw it in the trash. Now we can like love however we feel about individual songs but the overall project it just it just didn't deliver because there's so many records that fall into the same category. The production style is too similar. They sound the same whatever like that and they just end up being throwaway records to where it's just like yeah I don't even remember half this shit. Like only thing I really remember about views is like Grammys with Future uh was that uh my favorite song was the Pimp C Jones. Uh Faithful, that faithful, was, that was that shit. faithful, and then like the single. So it's like, yo, yeah. you had like six, maybe seven records. That's just like that really, really stuck. And then the rest of that shit, what's the like, road flows? That was dope. Yeah, it's like cut the deck with it. Like we yeah. don't even remember it. Like, no and then when you go performance wise, more life had less of uh the Drake every you know the whole the Drake rollout thrown into it, but it's a better project. Like just hands down, it's just a better project. Yeah, more life reviews is definitely right there where you feel like number four. Yeah, you're right on that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about Jay continuing to sneak this Drake? I know how I feel about it. I'm gonna speak on it. Well, I mean, he's had a, if, if people don't if people understand the history, he's had issues with Drake and competition issues with him from day zero. Like the minute that the kid was was introduced and came around, he felt entitled. Like he should have signed with me. He felt entitled. Like oh well, if you ain't gonna sign with me when we do this off that record, I'm not gonna let you rap on it because. I'm not letting this young nigga get out on me. Like they've had all type of like little competitive issues and jabs and shit back and forth. And now it's like, it's not even about the artistry because Jay can't hang with Drake artistically. Like let's not play that game or pretend like for the last seven years, Drake ain't been cleaning up everybody (laughs) moving. That's what I'm saying out there. Like for the last, like maybe since like take care in like 2010, Drake's been like a superbly better artist. It's I, not like, even it's not even close. Like now Jay's had moments here and there, but in terms of being a full-time rapper, Drake been cleaning up everybody and it ain't nothing against Jay. It just is what it is because there was a period when Jay cleaned everybody up. It was a period when Wayne cleaned everybody up and he was so hot, he made Jay and 50 go sit the fuck down. So it's like just some t- sometimes you just run into a motherfucker on a run where it's just like it ain't nothing you can do about it. LeBron to the heat. It just is what it is. Like, it's just like yo you know what this is going to be yeah it's just like all right we is it's lebron wade and and bosh we know we going to the finals what's gonna happen when we get there we'll figure it out but we know we going yeah. it's no way we ain't going like it's like Shit, hey, kevin durant to the warriors we know we going we know what's happening <laughs> we know what's happening here so it's just like so so it's like all right so then the conversation shifts into being about business and, and that's that was my joint like i saw people 
everybody kept stealing this specific tweet with this picture where he said, you know, nigga, you not a boss. You got a you got a boss. Niggas getting jerked. That shit hurts. I take it personally. Niggas rather work for the man and work for me just so they can pretend we on the same level. That shit is irking to me. And I saw a lot of people reposting that and taking it. And then they had a picture of Drake like looking angry. Yeah. And I'm like. It would be funny, and it would be like not really. Like, my thing is like the, <laughs> it's not really true. In the words of Textone, not really. And that, like, and you know, I, I, people get mad at me. Oh, you too analytical, and I'd be like, well, I mean, this is the thing. If I if I tell you a duck can pull a truck, <laughs> it's got to it's got to pull the fucking truck. Yeah. Like, and when Jay says something like that, like, oh, you'd rather work for the man and work for me, it's like, okay, it's a clear shot at Drake yeah. for going to Apple and not fucking with Title or whatever, whatever. But it's like. To make it look like we on the same level, it's like, Doug, Drake made ninety four million last year. You made forty two. Yeah. Like over the last three years, Drake has made more than Jay Z. Yes. And I know people will be like, "What? Impossible." And I'm like, "No, no, possible. actually, like, actual. If you look on Forbes, in the last three years, Jay made one hundred and fifty one. The last three years, Drake made one hundred and seventy two. Like, Drake's the biggest thing in music. Like, yeah. it's just not even yeah. arguable at this yeah. point. He's bigger than everybody. So it's like it's cool to throw that out there, but. It ain't like 2004 or 2005 where, regardless who's hot, T.I., Bun B, Lil Wayne, when he was coming along, you know, uh, the G-Unit mob, the Dipset niggas, where it's like, no matter how hot they are, number one was Diddy, number two was Jay every year on the Forbes joint. It ain't that no more. Not because it's different money in music culture now because the streaming fixed the month, like the money was leaking out of the music industry. The streaming shit fixed it and the touring aspect fixed it. And like when now, you look at the Forbes list now and you see Drake and The Weeknd and all, it's yeah. just like... Because yeah, you like, know what the difference is? Jay did a 10... A, a, a ten year deal or whatever seven year deal with Live Nation for 200 million Drake did a one tour deal with Live Nation for 75 million mm-hmm. and The Weeknd did the same shit and you know what he did Weeknd got like 86 and he, and he recouped like this. this shit in two legs of his tour to the point where they gotta pay him all over again mm-hmm. because his demand is through the roof Drake did a European leg with Future and I mean an <laughs> American leg with Future and a European uh, leg, leg with, with, thug. Young, with Young Thug it's like yeah, this is that's it's a just, different that's type money. of thing. Whereas every report that we got from the four 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 tour is that slow ticket sales, they giving tickets away, they doing this, they doing that, they trying to stoke the demand, they trying to da 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 like. So it's just like yo, musically he can't hang. So we want to. So now he want to change the conversation to business. Apple is. Let's talk factually. Apple is the most cash rich company in the universe. Right. They have more cash on reserve than anybody. So it's like it's not a bad thing for him to take that deal at twenty eight years old, where. At 28-year-old Jay wasn't where 28-year-old Drake is. Right. So let's compare it at the same mark and let's stop moving the goalposts and trying to change the argument to 55-year-old Jay-Z with all this money in a in a, like, in a $700 million uh, like, value this, wife. This is the point I'm trying to make right here. Where you look at the Forbes list in 02, 03. Remember they did the 1, 2, 3. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 50 and it, Diddy. Yeah. It, Diddy and Jay were number one, number two, going back and forth. The, the Forbes list for last year, Drake 94, Jay 42, Dre 34. After that, it's Chance the Rapper, Kendrick, Wiz Khalifa, Pitbull. It's, it's a new it's, game. It's a new ball. It's a new era. <laughs> yeah. And no one wants to like admit it. Yeah. It's like Jay can come out and be like, yeah, I made more than all these niggas. And be like, yo, dog, how he still doing? And it's just like, 
He's lying. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. He's bullshit. And then if you want to talk like as far as doing business with the man and this and that, you just got number one busted for stoking numbers on your wife's project and on Kanye's project to try to inflate the value of your company. Then with those inflated numbers, you were then able to sell a percentage of your company to the man who just got bought by another company. So let's talk factually here and talk about who really owns what and this, that, and the third. Yes, you have the controlling interest of your company, but you got partners and investors too. So it ain't no different. And they say like that payout and all that shit that people got is like a percentage of a percentage for the people that did, the artists that did buy in. And y'all have issues every year. There are reported issues with y'all paying motherfuckers. Why do I want to come over here and play games with you as far as getting my bread when y'all inflating numbers and doing this and playing games with paying people and y'all got royalty issues with artists every fucking quarter and y'all had seven CEOs since y'all started this company when I can just go over here and fuck with Apple and get my bread and I don't got to worry about none of the fucking back end and the bullshit because I'm trying to run my bag up like you did to be in a position to do my own shit. Yeah. And it's like my, my joint is like the, 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 the disses towards Drake just don't make any sense because if we look at the music, he crushes all of y'all. If we look at the touring, he crushes all of y'all. Yeah. Like think about this. You tour with Beyonce and can't even crack Drake numbers for tours. Correct. How nuts is that? Yeah. Drake got two tours that's in the top 10 highest grossing tours of all time for rap. They happened in the same year. <laughs> like, think about that for a second. It's like you can't fuck with him as far as making the music. No. You can't fuck with him as far as touring. And when it comes to earning money, it wasn't like... You earned forty two million last year, and Drake earned like forty seven. That nigga made almost a bean. Yeah, and he's going to do the same thing this and year. He probably is going to go higher than it this year. Yeah. And like I said, over the last three years, he's earned more than Jay. So it's like that was my joint. I'm like, I just makes sense. Yeah, like y'all get like, mad at rappers like, for not making sense. This it's is like, factually incorrect. It's not a, like people be confusing shit about, oh, you feel I don't feel anything. I'm on the side of the truth. There's what's fucking true and what's false. And sometimes there's a gray area of we can go back and forth about and debate. It's a clear factually that Drake is the number one artist across genres, bigger than Taylor Swift, bigger than Beyonce, bigger than every fucking body. Because when he puts product out in the marketplace, it moves a project he didn't promote. sold 600,000 copies the first week when I saw Taylor Swift and <laughs> A commercial with Drake music playing, I was like, damn. You know what? Like, they can't even put her music in the commercial. You know what? Taylor where? Swift, you, this is how desperate Taylor Swift has gotten to keep up in the rat race to try to appear as the, as, as you know, one of the superior artists. She sold tickets. She did, she released the pre sale for her tour the same week her album came out. Mm -hmm. If you bought a ticket to the concert, you automatic got a, automatically got an album. So it counted as an album sale. So if a fucking million people go out and buy tickets for your tour for whatever, you sold a million CDs. Like, no you didn't. And that's that's You another, sold a million concerts. That's tickets. another thing when it comes to Jay for me is like Jay like he straight be pulling the wool over your eyes. Every and y'all be like, "Bet." It's like the whole thing with him. Niggas, Jay literally got niggas to run around like, oh, he sold a million in a week. And then I watched <laughs> RIAA not give platinum status to Magna Carter for like four or five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, this don't make sense. If he sold a million in a week, why was he not platinum until <laughs> a month and a half later? Yeah. And it's like, that be the silly shit. Then when you actually move the wall and you see, oh, the first week he did 83,000. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely.
That's where he's at. Just like Kanye just did his fucking worst numbers in however many fucking years. He just did 175,000 on Ye. Because while the demand is there, it ain't that much demand and it ain't enough demand in the streaming era to push you to 500,000, which is your normal number, when you only got seven fucking songs and people only like three of them. And you a dickhead, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense. But that'd be my joint when it comes to Jay a lot. It's like, yes, Jay's a phenomenal rapper. I'm never going to take that away Legend. from him. I think... Jigga was Jigga was the man. I don't really know what Hove's doing, but I don't really know what Hove's doing. Hove has he he's smart. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's like uh he's too smart, and that's part of the fucking problem. Remember, like Mr. Fuji used to keep the powder in his belt for Yoko Yokozuna. <laughs> like he's smart. He know when to whip the powder out yeah. and blonde you. That's what Jay is. It's like he understands. I'm a great rapper. I got the baddest bitch on earth as my wife. Yeah. I can always get like I can't lose that. Yeah, I cheated, fuck some white bitches, whatever. I, Nubian, Nubian white queens is lit, <laughs> but I can't lose that because. Uh, and Jay is a he's a mastermind. He turned ether into a win. He he turned cheating on Beyonce into a win. Yep. There's no I've never seen anyone else on earth that can just turn. Yeah, we losses. talked about it weeks ago. He always wins. He can turn <laughs> it into a win, but he's figured it out. Like, yeah, I just talk about shit that they can't afford. They're going to be like, oh, this is God flow. Yeah. And that's really what Jay do. If you put Jay in a booth and was like, yo, you can't rap about wine, cars, or boots. Or, or art. Or art. Jay would be like, I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> they still killing niggas in Brooklyn? <laughs> like he'd be, and that's how like I, I see niggas, the poorest, dirtiest niggas, be like, I feel Jay. And I'd be like. No, you don't. Oh. How? You've never been to the Louvre. You don't be- even know where the Louvre is. Because let's let's do this. And it's going to piss a lot of people off. Push your teeth. At 41 is a vastly superior rapper to Jay-Z. It's evidenced in how great Daytona and how depth lyric, lyrically Daytona yeah. is compared to 444 and how it's sticking more than 444 <laughs> did. And he talks about shit that motherfuckers can't afford all the time and y'all ain't running out to buy none of that shit because you don't... You don't it's not Jay. It's not Jay. That's why I be telling, like, <laughs> like I was telling Kurt the other day, y'all are Jay stands. That's cool. Yeah. Just be it. Like, Embrace it. Em, like, I'm I'm a Drake stan. I'm a LeBron stan. I'm a Kobe stan. Like, I, I'm a Floyd stan. I'll just, like, keep it a bean. Just be like, yeah, man, I'm a fan. So whatever they say, I pretty much rock with. <laughs> right. I don't really care if it makes sense or not. But my thing is, I can literally go into the book or go into the facts of anything. I'm like, I'm a Kobe fan to the death. To the death. But when Kobe said last week, all I focused on was winning, I'm like, like Kobe, no, stop. you didn't. Stop. <laughs> like, what's the meme? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan through and through. I've, I personally remember Kobe going on Stephen A. Smith's show and like, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here because they on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I remember the video of him in the parking lot coming at Andrew Bynum. I remember that shit. And I feel like that's another thing that happens too. Revisionist history is just crazy. Oh, man. Motherfuckers will go back and they'll straight tell you anything. Yeah, man, Martin, you know, that's the number one show in the 90s. No, the fuck it wasn't. Like, yes, I love Martin, but no, it wasn't better. It's our favorite it's show, our, but it ain't yeah, the number one. Seinfeld has 75 million viewers. <laughs> Friends, like. <laughs> like. Cool out. But motherfuckers will just say anything in the hopes of somebody believing them. Yeah. And it happens more so often than not. And I see that with a lot of the things Jay do. It's like Jay literally just know I can go in there and talk crazy. And... Motherfuckers gonna eat it up. Eat it the fuck up. 
But it's like, and that, and that that's not me just being a Drake fan. It's me just being a realist. When you throw shots at him about him working with Apple and not working with you so that he can pretend he on your level, it's like, Jay, I just keep it a bean with you. Drake been past you for the last five, six years. Yo. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got Beyonce. But, but here's the thing. Like, <laughs> people going to be mad at me. Jay was never peak. Jay was never bigger than views. Drake. He was, and, and I, he I, was never. It I, just, it just is category. If you think so, you're wrong. No bullshit. I said it the other day. I'm like, yo, for Drake to do like five mil on views on in a dead era, and he they said twenty seven million. They said eighty percent of the the copies Pure was sales. actual physical copy. So it's like if Drake sold five million on views in two thousand and what sixteen. And then had the big, the the fourth biggest tour in hip hop history. What would Drake do in '97? He would have sold 38 million. And I, copies. I saw uh, Irv Gotti. Did you watch him on Drink Champs? Oh, of course. Irv Gotti. Irv Gotti was telling uh, Noriega and them like, "Yo, y'all like our people, like me, Rule, JX. We should be so happy that Drake is now. Because if Drake was out when we was out, it'd have been like Whitney Houston dropping." Like it is dead ass done. Like Whitney Houston was doing twenty. Like Bodyguard did like nineteen million. Like Drake would have been doing that shit. You know what I mean? Like he'd have dead ass been like one of the biggest selling artists yeah. ever. Like because he'd have easily done fifteen, ten every time he dropped. Just because you got Brooklyn, you got New Jersey, you got Inglewood, you got Compton. Like y'all niggas don't even be having your whole state. Right. That nigga got a country. Yeah. So it's like that just comes. That's a different ball game you're yeah. dealing with. Like, everybody in America could be like, I don't fuck with Drake. It and don't he, matter. And he got a country. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit don't end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as many people now have literally, like, they're kind of over Drake and they're happy about the push. I was Drake disc. fatigue like a motherfucker right now. When Scorpion dropped... It's it's gonna do insane. Yeah. Like think about this: Pusher T dish Drake, and I mean killed him. I, I even took it. He won. Put put him in a box. Smothered him. Smothered him. You know what the number one song was the next week? Nice for what? <laughs> <laughs> like motherfuckers was listening to the Pusher Joe. Like damn, he killing Drake. Let me play nice for what? <laughs> like like he he just got it. It's his and he got it. Yeah. It's just you. It's did just you one hear, of the things. Did you hear about Drake talking to DJ Academics this week? I, Academics is such a clown. I tried to watch the video. I watched it like three minutes. He's hard to stomach. Yeah. The, <laughs> the video was like nine minutes. I was like, yeah. there's no way I'm going to make it well, all the way I, through I, this. I made it through the whole video. Basically, what he's saying is he said he had an actual conversation with Drake. He said Drake wanted to clear the air and was like, listen. Because somebody sent Ack a bunch of Drake records. Mm, somebody and, in his camp. Somebody in his camp sent Ack a bunch of Drake records, and it was a, it was songs that are on Scorpion. and Songs hit, he did for other people. Hit records that he did for other people that are out now mm. in the marketplace that have gone platinum or whatever the fuck that they did. And they were his references for the other motherfuckers. So... He's like, there's a rumor that he took that he took shit out of the Pusha T disc record and made it into a regular song. So he was like, that didn't happen. He said, but listen to this album very closely. I'm telling a story in this shit and you're going to understand the who, what, when, where and why of a lot of shit that's going on right now. And going back to the Meek shit, it's been a conglomerate of motherfuckers trying to end Drake mm -hmm. because 
he don't fuck with Jay because y'all you the, think y'all teaming up and scaring us? Y'all stay at the Sheridan. Like <laughs> Exactly. All that so shit is embarrassing. They tired of that shit because he's making all the money. He's keeping it within him and his team. He's not breaking bread with none of these motherfuckers and he's fucking everybody's bitch. And they're tired of it and they're trying to get him gone. For those of you that do not know, I don't even think I talked. We didn't have a podcast at the time, so I don't think I've ever told this story in the podcast. There was literally like closed door meetings when that fucking uh, when Meek was decided I'm a go full fledged against Drake. And it was Jay and we going to get Swiss to do the beat and Jalil and this. It was a whole everything because they was like, we got to end. The, we, this is what we need. This is what we've been waiting on. Mm-hmm. We got to end the nigga and drama. Bitch ass was in on it. And. And his wife exposed that on Twitter that he mm-hmm. was in on it and he was mad at Drake because he turned, if you're reading this too late, into an album instead of a Gangsta Grills and this and that. And now he's fucked off. You know what I'm saying? And he's pushed out of the circle and all of that shit. So it was like, yo, all of these people, literally, like companies, it was a, the whole Rock Nation building was dedicated to help giving Meek the resources to end Drake. That shit is crazy. Mm. This you talking about a billionaire is dedicating all his resources to end another <laughs> and, rapper. And, and Drake do- dropped the diss track that sold four million copies <laughs> and got nominated for a Grammy. They got a billion, <laughs> two billion streams or whatever. Woo. And in reply to and in reply to all that shit y'all just did, here's my here's how I respond. Like Yo, I tell you all the time, man, when Chung Lee told Bison on Street Fighter, you burned my village, you enslaved my people. I'll never forget that day. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, you don't remember? It's like, the day I invaded your village, <laughs> greatest day of your life probably. <laughs> it was Tuesday, though. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck what the, what do you talking mean? about. Like, yeah, that Death Meek shit really was just like, uh, whatever. It that almost, shit was crazy. I, we were driving to Rehoboth Beach. We was deep as shit. Maul was with Raw. We was all going down Rehoboth Beach. And I remember we were listening to the, uh, what was the first joint he did? Charged, Charged up. up. And the, 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 um, we were listening to Charged Up. And then while we were down there, that was the scary hours night. Yeah. And I remember that fucking, when that morning, that fucking, uh, back to back hit, that was like, that was crazy. But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm, my point when I say about Jay saying, like, he ain't on your list. Like, dog. If a motherfucker's not on your level, you ain't talking about him. You ain't dedicating your energy to him. You not putting all these resources behind trying to ruin the motherfucker and discredit yeah. him. Yeah. Like, you're not doing none of that shit. Yeah. But, you, but you, every year, here you are. How do you feel about him coming at Ye throughout the album? I mean, that's probably to be expected. They got a... a they got a weird contentious relationship, but then Jay's just so sneaky. It almost kind of disgusts you because he went on the Letterman interview and made it seem like, oh, no, that's my brother. We're going to work it out, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, people go through shit, woo, woo, woo. And Ye didn't say nothing about him. And Ye on his love shit, and then Jay dissed him. So that's kind of whack that yeah. he did it. It's like, it's expected. I didn't even think about the Letterman. Yeah, you're right. He but it's like, it. it's kind of underhanded that, you know, you would use you and your wife's album to burn your, your ex-man who really, like, is the reason why you were able to become president of death It's like team. when Gotti hit the boy, uh, Willie Boy, the Indian boy, Willie Boy Johnson. That was like his man's growing up. Yeah. And he got jammed up on some shit. And I remember reading the shit. He he wound up 
giving information to the cops, but he didn't testify. Like he didn't snitch on Gotti. Right. But like Gotti and like he called like they the cops was telling him like yo you got to get the fuck out of here like you got to get on you got to go on the lamb. Yeah. And he called John Gotti and was like yo look I'm sorry like you know I'd, and John was like don't worry about it your career as a criminal you, you're done you can't do that anymore. But as far as your safety. You're fine. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Nobody's going to bother you. Put my word on that. He got shot 19 times. Right. <laughs> like, like, nobody's going to do anything. Let's go get something to eat, though. Come through. <laughs> Come through. Like, yeah, so. Come down to TLA real quick. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> Come down to the TLA. You're getting me. <laughs> it's your lucky day. Yeah, man. But, yeah, I, um... He had a couple good lines about the whole. I, I felt him when he was saying like, "I ain't coming to nobody nothing when we beefing." I I can dig that because yeah. when you beefing with your chick, you be like, Shh. "That should take a lot out of you." It take a lot out <laughs> of you, dog. Whole lot out of you. So you know, one thing I think though, Jay, motherfuckers was like he's still salty about ether, and I I honestly don't think it really had nothing to do with Nas. I think it was just more so to bust up the whole. Yeah, Nas is collateral damage. Yeah, like it's like yeah. if they could have got the album done sooner, they probably would have and got. <laughs> They'd have done it when Ye released. Done it when Ye released. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because it was Ye had got a little stuck in the muck about getting his shit out on time and all that too. He did better than they did with the Nas project. The the wild thing with me with Jay and Beyonce is watching the stands work on social media <laughs> because I'm a Beyonce fan. Yeah. I went to her concert. I had a good time in the rain, no doubt. In the rain with a poncho. I and and I I enjoyed myself. I have all of Beyonce's albums. I actually have a few of her early like Dangerously in Love, and I have the actual CDs. Like yeah. I like I love Beyonce. I'm a Jay fan. I got Jay in my top five ever. I like, but motherfuckers will be like, if you don't freak out when they do anything, then you hating. Then you hating, and it's like, no, I just, I just had surgery. I, I ain't got the energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to like go to act like y'all. And I saw people last night like <coughs> freaking out. Kim Kardashian posted on her story. You know the the uh, MTV Movie Awards are they tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. They're tomorrow. But she's I guess presenting or she's there or whatever. But she was doing her fitting for the joint. So she had posted like them fitting her or whatever and she has like cornrow twists in her hair and you should have seen the comments the people and I'm just like y'all are bugging like y'all losing it. Mind you she looked like a fucking unicorn. They still beefing amazing. with this girl about these cornrows. Like they got mad when she said the Bo Derek braids, or whatever. But but keep in mind, Jay Z has a song, "Girls, Girls, Girls." She thinks she's Bo Derek with her hair in a twist. Yeah. So it's like, what's good for the goose ain't good for the gander. And, and that's what I mean. It's like we we <laughs> got to stop that, yo. Like we yeah. got we got bigger fish to fry. That's always like, like people to say. got so much issues and so much beef with Kim Kardashian. But at the end of the day. She's a she's she's a white woman essentially, um, but she has a black husband and a black family, and she propped up her black husband at the lowest point of his life, fucking that money up, all of that, reinvesting in him to the point where now Yeezy is a billion dollar company and a billion dollar brand, and she stuck by, and she stuck by her husband through all all the dumb shit when. A lot of y'all, quote unquote, strong black women gonna desert a motherfucker the minute that he have a bad motherfucking summer. I'm like, nigga, what you about to do? Like, you know what I'm saying, we could, you need to figure this shit out on your motherfucking own. And she stuck with him in true wife fashion, for better or for worse. They figured that shit out. They got a beautiful family. They got several successful businesses that they're both running in a part of. He fucking fixed and styled the whole family. He's a fixture in that family and essentially the 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 uh, the patriarch of that family now. And 
I don't understand. Like the mother got a black boyfriend. Like you know what I'm saying, so just like yo, like they fuck with like allow motherfuckers to fuck with y'all. Like y'all want to. Push people away from y'all so hard. Y'all be trying to be too black, man, and I don't be feeling that. I, shit. I feel like I always say to you, people got their picks, and it's like no matter what happens, if you're one of the picks, they like they'll get on Kim Kardashian like, oh, she was fucking Reggie Bush, or oh, she was fucking uh, Brandy's brother. What's his name? Uh, Ray, Ray J. J. Uh, Chris Humphreys, and I'd be like, Beyonce was dating Marcus Houston in a plastic suit and Nas like, and Pharrell. Like Beyonce was a video girl. Yeah. She was in the video for Happily Ever After, Case. She's in the video for, this is the crazy part, Jay, this is Nas for, sure, you hold that ice. And Beyonce, Beyonce was in the, in the video. video. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, y'all just got your picks, and that's really what it is. It's like, ether happened, but to Jay stand, man, fuck, that shit ain't true. And and it'd be like, nah, it's there's some facts in there. Yeah. <laughs> there's some facts in there. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? I like I I, I know I don't I don't want to get you riled up, but there's some facts in there. And it's like when people be stands or something, they just can't be able to like me. I'm a Drake stand. Drake lost the pusher. He got I'm annihilated. A, I'm a Kobe stand. Kobe not the second best player ever no more. Uh, like second best shooting guard. He ain't the second best player though. He the second best shooting guard. Yeah, yeah. but he ain't the second best player though. No. That, that ship set sail. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like you got to be able to like. You know, people get married and they love people and they cherish them, but there comes a time where they might get divorced yeah. because they fall out of love. And it's like y'all just can't be realistic with with the things, and and it, and, and it, it don't be for no reason because you don't know these people. Yeah, you're never gonna know these people. You're not gonna meet these people. If you do try to touch them, you're gonna get tased. It just at be, the minimum. At the minimum, you might get power washed. <laughs> you, you, it might be. It might go totally. You might get mauled. <laughs> <laughs> like they might like do some cool shit, like sick a bear on you or something. You get like. hit with a power wash. <laughs> I seen a chick get hit with her hand. Got hit with the power wash, and the meat came off of the bones. Like damn. Like yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you, like don't don't try it. <laughs> like, it's not gonna go the way you think. Before we get out of here, two things I want to uh, discuss real hold quick. Hold on, let me get this other ad out the way real oh, quick. Hold on, hold on. We got one more sponsor. Hold I on. We had multiple ads. We're making money this week, Taylor. This week's episode of Rose Pockets that were sponsored by Blue Chew. And uh, guys, let's talk about sex. Okay. Good sex. Now you can, can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. My homies from uh, Cali call it juicing. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> so uh, listen up, bluechew.com. That's the blue like the color blue. Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Holy shit, I need these. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits no waiting in the pharmacy and best of all no more awkwardness they're made in the usa and since blue chew prepares and ships direct they're cheaper than the pharmacy right now we've got a special deal for our listeners visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code which is wildfire just pay five dollar shipping again that's blue chew b-l-u-e chew.com Promo code WILDFIRE to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster, and we thank them for sponsoring the, the podcast. We slinging Viagra and pills. <laughs> this shit is lit. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Blue Chew. Yeah, but back to what I was saying, man, with the uh, Kawhi shit. If Kawhi, if the trade goes through, LeBron and Paul George are going to the Lakers. They were saying that if the trade goes through, it might be LeBron and Chris Paul. I don't want Chris Paul. I hate Chris Paul. I hate him. I would hate having to root for Chris Paul. I would be sick. I want to punch Chris Paul in the stomach. What's up with DeMarcus Cousins? Nobody's even talking about him. Like, if New Orleans doesn't pay him, he's a free agent, right? I think he got a player option. They got assigned, though, for that trade. Yeah. They only got a season out of that. Man, I'd love to see DeMarcus Cousins, LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George. And Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Put everybody on that. Willis Reed. Yeah, fuck it. Walt Clyde Frazier. Nate Archibald. Get everybody <laughs> the fuck out there. Bill Walton. That would, yeah, everybody. Fuck it. That would be dope to see, though, man. I hope that shit with Kawhi and him goes through. Hey, real quick. Look, you want to talk about the gangster gauntlet? Because these little niggas is losing their mind. Yo, the gangster gauntlet continues. That's another thing I peep with Jay. The, the, using the Chief Keith line. Yes. And I'm like, Finito that's line. how much the younger... Music yeah, influence. influences everything. It's crazy. You use an Amigos flow with a fu- with Futures production and ad libs, and then you use the Chief Keef line to open your verse. Youth culture dominates everything. Hip hop is and will always be a young man. That's why game. when motherfuckers be like, I don't fuck with Uzi, I don't fuck with Keith, I don't, fuck, and I be like, You're stupid. How? Because that that's what influences yes. all of this dumbass shit. Uh, like when you see Drake do Look Alive with. Blockboy JB and they doing that dance and like that shit come from the younger month. Yes. like ain't no 40 year old niggas <laughs> figuring out to do that stupid ass <laughs> dance it's like that shit is influenced by the, like hip hop come from young niggas all these old niggas we love they got we all be like yeah LL been at it for three decades that's cause LL started when he was a teenager right. you gotta fuck with the youth that's just the way it go but these two young niggas <laughs> They out looking for murder and smoke. I don't get them. So the Gangster Gauntlet tour continues. This is, I think, our third installment of the Gangster Gauntlet. Maybe the fourth. <laughs> Even worse. So Takashi Six Nine uh, started the Gangster Gauntlet. This leg of the Gangster Gauntlet tour at MetLife Stadium in uh, in North Jersey. Uh, for Hot 97 Summer Jam Uh, he was told repeatedly by Ebro you will not be performing with anybody and you will not be allowed in you are essentially banned from the premises and we want nothing to do with you or Treyway and Takashi 6ix9ine in his most creative move yet showed up with uh, makeup on his face (laughs) over his face tattoos and tried to (laughs) discreetly move through the venue but he had 60 bloods with him so it kind of got derailed or whatever and he ended up uh, oh no all them dudes in Red ain't with me. <laughs> like what? So he ended up curbside, and uh, instead of going in and performing, he ended up putting the beats on some guy out in the parking lot mm-hmm. from a, a rival gang, apparently uh, Loki Shmula or some shit like that. Uh, they put feet and hands on him. Apparently, he ran, and uh, the young boy Fetty Lucini from GS Nine. He's the the young buck that is about to get signed. I think the good music that's still on the street. He said. We have no affiliation with him because nobody from GS9 would have ran. So he's been denounced by GS9. So he's just a, an offshoot uh, uh, crypt that got hands and feet put on him outside of MetLife. Okay. So that's that. Uh, the second <laughs> part of the Gangster Gauntlet Tour is amongst Chief Keith and Takashi. And Takashi 69 was told you can repeatedly you cannot and will not come to Chicago. So his reply to that was to sneak into Chicago on a red eye, get there around one in the morning, 
peep the scene, survey shit, see where people are, and go to various places within the city between 1 a.m. and 8 a.m. and film yeah. himself in different places and strategically drop the footage when he was already on a plane and out of the city. Mm-hmm. So they told him, you won't come to Old Block, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to Old Block at like 4 in the morning when it was raining, films out there. The You can hear the damn birds chirping in mm-hmm. the background and the ground is wet. So Dave then had young niggas on the internet Turning into meteorologists and newscasters, yeah, finding the weather reports and matching it up to when whatever happened. And yeah, no, you was at O Block, but it was at four thirty four in the morning. And this, that, and the I third. saw people like, oh, he came to O Block, but it was five in the morning. What? So what? Nobody out there. And motherfuckers was commenting like, "Fuck that, y'all real gangsters. Y'all don't, y'all don't never lead a block." And I'm just like, yo. Bugging, that's man. not how this works like, it's, it's not, raining we going in the you, you, if you don't go to sleep you're gonna die <laughs> like, eventually you gotta go in the house so then from there he goes I guess went back to his hotel went to sleep got up at the crack of dawn ate something in the morning went and got cheeseburger platters gave them out to the homeless Mobbed around the city various places but we live in the era of technology and camera phones and they was catching him in between all of this shit and he had a, a Drake level security detail and he had unmarked police cars, probably state troopers or whatever, or special PD, whatever, following him, trailing his SUV. So while y'all, while you attempted to make it look one way, once you peel back the onion, it's like, nah, like that really wasn't like you didn't you showed up by yourself in essence on camera. You was mm-hmm. by yourself, but you it's had the, a mob of police with it's you. It's the equivalent of when Drake and, and, and uh, Meek had a situation and Drake came here, had the security with him and Drake left. If Drake would have been posting videos like, yeah, I just performed it. That bitch ass nigga. Ain't, now it's like, all right, because right. but Drake literally came, did his do. It's like, all right. Yeah, he has security because he's not here for the dumb shit. But his whole thing is I'm here for the dumb shit. Yes. But. But I got 50 cops. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm not really for the dumb yeah, shit. Like that's that's the, the nutty part about it. Then he tried to defend it and say, oh, well, you know, I got security like any high level uh, artist would. Yeah, but you're not here on artist business. You're here on dumb shit. Like, so if you're here on dumb shit, you're supposed to show up with you and your goons. Y'all supposed to drive to Chicago with the hammers and shoot it the fuck out if that's what you came to the city for because your whole premise is ain't nobody going to do nothing to me. Yeah. Nobody's not shooting it out with you and the police. If there's anywhere in the world, Chicago, Detroit, certain parts of uh, New York, certain parts of Florida, you will get what you're looking for mm-hmm. in all of these places. Just stick around on the wrong corner mm-hmm. for too long. The dumb shit will find you. Mm-hmm. I promise you. But it's like, but if you dipping and dodging, you hopping out, getting 18 second videos here and there and you on the border of downtown feeding the homeless and shit like that. It's like, you don't get no points for that, dog. Mm. Like, he's bugging. And, uh, we know how this movie ends. Uh, he's got a spotless record now. Somebody's going to clap his ass. <laughs> I ain't heard clap in a minute. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> going to get the strap. Somebody's going to I was clap. Com- I was coming out of my job, you know my job in North Philly, and I parked like down... You know the, that little block across the street from my depot? Like, I parked down around the uh, the oval. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, walk down there. And it was, like, not late, but it was, like, I'm probably, like, 11 at night. So I had to walk down there to my truck. And as I'm walking down the block, two older niggas was arguing. And I mean, like, going at it. And he was like, dog, you talking crazy. And this shit is starting to piss me off. I'm done with the arguing. 
do I gotta go get the clappers? And, and, and I start die. I mean, I burst out laughing. And both of them like turned and looked over and I'm like, oh, my fault. I, I, Don't mind my, me. My fault, fam. And I went ahead, got my truck, and I rolled. And the next day, I was driving a 60, and old head got on at 26 in Allegheny. And when he, he stepped up on the bus, I was like, oh, shit, clappers, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> he started cracking up. Oh, shit, clappers. My nigga clappers. He's like, oh, I'm done with all the talk. Do, do I got to go get do I got to go get the clappers? <laughs> do I got to go get the clappers? Do I need to seal your feet tonight? <laughs> Just let me know. You know what I'm saying? You just made me think about it. I can't even, you know, I have so many funny little experiences out there. Do I, I need to go, go get the clap? I'm, I'm, I'm the same way you burst. I was like, <laughs> and they both turned. I'm like, oh, shit. My, my fault. Oh, damn, damn. Now it's y'all two against me. You right. I'm going to leave. Do I gotta go get the clappers? <laughs> Do I gotta go get the clappers? This hilarious. But uh, the 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 gangster gauntlet shit got weird when he flew his BM out to New York. Oh yeah, so that, yeah, was, so that was the third leg of the gangster yeah. gauntlet tournament. He 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 flew Chief Keith's piece of shit uh, baby mom Slim Danger. I said the other day on Twitter, I would feel like such a failure if I had a baby. One, if I had a baby mom. But if I had a baby mom named Slim, Slim Danger, Danger, that's a meth head. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, and yo, you know what I want to know? Number one, they said that it was a $75,000 shopping spree, but all she got was a fanny pack that was like 1400 bucks. So where's the other 73600 at? So Who said it was 75000 TMZ. Yeah, they... they uh, <laughs> not <laughs> that one bag. They grossly inflated Maybe that, if they went to more shit after the taping. No, they said it was a $75,000 shopping spree at Gucci. Oh, no. I'm like, they must have shipped everything else back to the crib. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't got it in stock? Cool, just shit. Just shit my shit. <laughs> Ship it to the shop. So then he made videos uh, rubbing her titties and kissing on her neck and shit and and, and that just looked crazy and uh you know basically the, what i want to know is do all the chicago niggas have like a hit white baby mom that they're hiding somewhere like when she came on the camera like yeah i'm chief key baby, baby mama, mama. <laughs> we both did the same baby mama <laughs> 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 Yo, chat really get me dog. Like we be on the same wavelength all the time. <laughs> Chief keep baby mama. Mama danger. That nigga don't do shit for a fucking kid. I'm <laughs> This is the I'm like, yo, this bitch is mentally retarded. Like, it's no way that she's not like it's no way she don't get a check. Like, flat out. She had on boxing trunks. <laughs> I was like, what the I fuck? I thought she is was. This? Listen, I, I didn't know who this MMA fighter was that Takashi was with. I saw the video four times before I finally clicked on it and was like, yo, what is this? <laughs> Somebody had to literally put the words on the video next to it for me to click on it. Yeah, it and like, I'm like, all of this shit is, is fun and games, but it's like, y'all got kids. Like it's a kid somewhere. Yeah. If if you his baby mama, it's a kid somewhere <laughs> in the scenario. You know what I mean? And this is awful for one for him to be oh, Chief Keith, whatever. Cool, he a rapper, he an entertainer, whatever, whatever. But it's like for you to be the BM, and it's like you flying around with this clown and on camera, like yeah, I'm here because he don't do shit for his kid. And then like you get a Gucci fanny pack. What the fuck does that do for the Sold kid? Soldier soul for a Gucci fanny pack. <laughs> like that don't help the kid out. No, and I'm just like, man, like 
that that be my joint. The children, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I believe they are the future, and we be <laughs> fucking up so bad. Like when it come to them, like and everybody's having their their fun. Like we we laughing at it, whatever. But it's like, damn, yo, it really is a kid at the yeah at the center at of the all center of this goofy shit. And Takashi, a kid, is damn self. Chief Keith's a little older now. Yeah. He's probably 24. No, not even. He's 22. Is he? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like they babies, they straight kid. Cause yeah, cause Keith got on. He was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. So it's like they they children. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it, and it's just like this shit is. It's like trying to try put like because it's not like they retarded. Because that's a different la- angle. But it, it's almost like when you. DJ, I'm trying to put it in the right words. DJ Academics said that all Takashi Six Nine does all day long is sit in a room by himself and come up with weird ass scenarios on how to fuck with people and then how to rebut them when they say some shit and just like just comes up with all these off the wall like scenarios on just how to like ruin people's fucking day and that's all he does even like down to the the arguing and like shit like that's all he does all day long so he's just looking for ways to just harass people and they fall for it every fucking time yeah. it's bad like that's it's all he like he's going to get clapped like it's yeah. it's no way around this yeah when you're looking for that much smoke sooner or later you're just picking fights with people at this point yeah. Because the whole the whole root of the Chief Keef shit is he said I don't like that Finito record like motherfucker talking about he riding through New York you you won't respect my city like excuse me this song came out you wasn't even like a thing like nobody was even talking about you what are you talking about he's like you ain't blow New Jersey up <laughs> fucking you talk like you just making up reasons to beef with people and it's it's my, the fact that people are really getting into it like really really like going at it about the shit yeah. it's just like. Yo, have you seen what's going on at the border? Them taking the kids from the parents? Oh, yeah. Like, we got way bigger fish to fry. Yo, that fucking ICE organization, I seen something the other day. They fucking detained a guy who's been a U.S. citizen for 50 years and took his green card. I seen him send a boy who's been here for like 26 years. They sent him back. Like, he got kids. Like, he got like three or four kids. They all was born here. And they came and got him and took him back. And I'm like, yo, they, y'all are. Yeah, that right shit now. is the most evil organization ever. Trump, right? you, you talk about that real quick before we get out of here. Trump and uh, Kim Jong had a, a powwow summit. in uh, Singapore the other day, and Dennis Rodman was like, "Did you see him crying?" And, and shit. I'm just like, "I laid the foundation for this." And my man was like, "Yo, could you imagine that cipher?" And I'm like, "Dog, like, could you imagine your homie pull up in a wheel and it's Dennis Rodman, Donald Trump, and Kim Jong Un? <laughs> like, what the fuck did we have here?" And I think Charlemagne gave a donkey today to, to Dennis Rodman, I think, or he was going at Dennis Rodman on Twitter, and somebody was like, "Dennis Rodman, um, he gonna see you and he gonna fuck you up," and he was like. If I'm ever in the same vicinity as Dennis Rodman, <laughs> like, I fucked up. I you deserve know? to get fucked Something up. Something went left. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, man, like, uh, America, that, that shit at the, the borders is trifling. Yeah. They straight coming like, oh, yeah, we taking the kids in for processing and then just straight not giving them back. That's fucked up. Yeah, for sure. You know, we've seen it before with us, you yeah. know, like, like separating families and shit. But it's just... I feel a lot of times we just got bigger fish to fry and no one's paying attention to the serious, you know, the serious shit that's happening. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, you know, it's cool to laugh at, 
you know, Chief Keith and his BM and Takashi Goofy ass, but like we say every week, we in trouble. Yes, we are. We in we in big motherfucking trouble. Hey, real quick, uh, you you put a. Uh, a social oh, media social topic. Media to- what was that social about? media topic slash y'all weird. Um, there was this video that was on social media, and then I seen it on. It made World Star. Some girl, I guess her boyfriend got caught cheating or whatever. So she bought him a Goofy the dog costume and made him wear it and walk down the street on all fours where did this with the at? costume on. Take a guess where this happened at? Florida. Uh, Florida. What's the third worst place in America? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's North Philly, but probably Kensington. Shut up! It happened in Philly. Yes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck yeah, yes, man. man. Kensington. <laughs> Kensington and fucking uh in uh what's that? Kensington. I'm really over here like Florida, Atlanta. I'm thinking Detroit. Is some uh, shit. Yeah, like Kensington and like Erie. You know where that Walgreens is? The Walgreens, Kensington and Erie. Oh, you talking about Kensington, Allegheny? Kensington, Allegheny. Okay. Right oh, there. Oh, it was there. Oh, wow. The Walgreens is in the background. It's, yeah. it's fiends making That's, videos yeah. and shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit, girl. This is crazy. I ain't see it. That's crazy. Yeah. It, 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 it was ridiculous. She's like, you want to you act like a dog? You act you, you act like a dog today? <laughs> she had a leash on him, and he had the goofy costume on, walking on all fours down the street, man. Yeah, in those situations, <laughs> I, like... Not about to embarrass myself or you. Like, like that's just weird. I mean, yeah, that's a y'all weird. That's a yeah. definitely y'all weird. <laughs> like I'm just, it's just not happening. Like just, just stab me like a regular woman would. Like there's no way that you're you're getting me to put the costume on. Like that's dead. But I guess you know if you living in her crib and, and eating uh off her EBT, you might got to wear the costume. Yeah, my focus is just they, they y'all y'all do too much for social media, man. I saw people today using that caption. Everything is love. Like the, the album, because you know y'all so easily distracted. And it's just, just the like, other day y'all was but, good, but, love and joy. But, but didn't he punch you in the eye? Like that? <laughs> I'm looking at some of these shows today, and I'm just like, yeah, like y- y'all are retarded. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I y'all put yourselves out there on social media. Like if it's January and you dating this guy, you post you post pictures of him. We see this. Maybe not everybody who's like second and third level as far as like retaining knowledge and shit mm-hmm. like me, but I don't even necessarily got to be paying you no mind, but I pay attention to shit. And you know, subconsciously you'll check yourself. Like, how did yeah. I even remember that? But that's just the mind of, I, I'm sorry. Like I play poker. So it's like, if I play a tournament that I know is going 22 rounds, I be remembering shit from the third round. Right. But it's like when I saw you earlier and we was both at table six, yeah. like I kind of understand where he's at. He overplays two pair. Like I know all of these things. So it's like, that's just me in life. And my girl, she get mad at me. Like, why do you remember every fucking thing? I'd be like, I can't help it. Yeah. I want to turn that shit off, but it just, my mind, it is what it is. my mind goes. So it's like, I see you post pictures of this guy in January. Then it's a, you're posting pictures of another guy in <laughs> May. And I'll I be like, well, what happened to the other, you know? And then you don't see these, neither one of them during the summer. Yeah. But then come September, you post the, the, the first guy <laughs> from me. And it just be like, y'all got to stop, man. Like, if you know your situation is unstable, just stop broadcasting it. Just enjoy it for what it is. Keep your shit behind the scenes. Because next thing you know, you got a nigga in a dog suit walking up and down the fucking street. Listen, I date in one of two ways. These are the two ways I date. 
I either am extremely low and keep it quiet and don't display nothing, or I put 97 different bitches on my page to where nobody can tell who's my homegirl, who my sister, who I'm smashing, so they just can't tell. <laughs> I, I'm just either going to flood or I'm going to just say nothing at all. Y'all want to take a little four-month spurt and be putting Taquan up, then y'all single for uh, two weeks, and then it's all about you and your king, your son. Then you dating my fucking uh, Rafiq after that. Like yo, y'all be all over the place, man. Like sp- spare us because then when somebody asks you, "Damn girl, what happened with such and such?" Then they wrong. When Carl was tweeting about the problems with like black relationships and the households, <laughs> and he was like, "I already know that my son is king." Twitter gonna be mad at me, yo. <laughs> I fell the fuck out off of that. My son is king. <laughs> That's some funny ass shit. But uh, I ain't really got nothing else. I'm surprised we got through these two hours. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, my energy is sh- awful. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Blue Chew. Uh, go to the website, bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E, chew.com. Shout out to our other sponsor. Uh, what the fuck is these people's name? National, National Credit Card Relief. Uh, you can call them at 1-800-218-7170. That's 1-800-218-7170. Optimal is for people that have at least 10000 or more in credit card debt. They can get you into a debt forgiveness program. Yeah, we're waiting on a call from Will. So Yeah, did the wire come in yet? <laughs> Poor right now, Will. Help me out, brother. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, you know, I'm going to be off for the next week showing... Uh, I'm off every week. We got the don't forget we got the June July seventh, and then um we got something else too. Or is that me? That's probably you. Yeah. <laughs> what am I talking about? The uh, World Series is going on right now out of Vegas. I can't go, of course, because you're not allowed. Is Big Reed out there? Might be Leak out there. A uh, couple other poker homies. We out there. Um, the the millionaire maker was which, which is what I was gonna play this year had I been able to go out there. It wasn't the money; it's just the fact that I knew I was having a surgery and I yeah. you're not allowed to fly. You can't fly oh, for six shit. months, so Damn. it's like yeah, because of the blood clots and shit. So, um, but yeah, fifteen hundred dollars for the buy in, and um, the dude who won it, he was actually from Pennsylvania. Um, first place, one point one million. So. Damn. Yeah, that was the event I was going to play. I was either thinking between, I was probably going to play that and the Crazy Eights if they didn't overlap. Because uh, Crazy Eights, the buy in is $888. Mm-hmm. First place is $888,888. So, yeah. But, um, you know, just, I'm just chilling. I think I'm going to be off of work for like another. Eight nine days. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm going to Cancun in a couple weeks. Uh, in between that, I'm just chilling. Got this event with Gunna coming up this uh Thursday at Vanity. Y'all can get the tickets online vanitygrandphilly.com to see Gunna uh Gunna birthday party live performance at Vanity. Um, but yeah, if shit don't go right. I'm just moving to Miami for the summer. You know what I'm saying? Have my have my bedroom ready, dog. You know what I'm saying? And, and one of the foreigns, I'll be down there. He he knows who he is. One of my rich friends. Drive down there for a <laughs> can't fly. <laughs> Might drive down there for a weekend. But uh, yeah, we out, man. Realest podcast ever. Happy to be back. Um, you know, got to get the momentum rolling again. Yeah, people have been hitting me up like, yo, oh, yo, the Roost Picnic audio. Listen, apparently they have not cleared Carolina to send us the audio yet. Um, there's still like some red tape with that. Um, our guy Talib Dean said that he was going to get it situated and get it over to us so that we can release the episode. So we're waiting, just like y'all waiting. We absolutely want to put it out. Hit me up to argue on Instagram. This morning. <laughs> like, 
I ain't got time though. So Tyler, send the audio. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's pretty much all I got. We out. We out of here. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.